listening to the Rational Rage Network.
what to say. Oh, oh DDT on the chair. Look at the dent in the seat of that chair. That was Duncan Rosa's head. Driven into it. And Britt has stopped. Thunder Rosa's got to be out. They search into the steel. The leg is up. And Thunder Rosa somehow, someway able to kick out. God's sake. Oh, man. Look at, look at that smile. The rictus on the face of Dr. Britt Baker. Oh, man. She, she lives for this. Oh, she's going for it. And you can better believe it. She puts the lock jaw on this time, guys. She's not going to let go. And if, and if she locks it in, even if... If Thunder Rosa makes it to the ropes, there's no disqualification. There's no rope breaks. Oh. What's this? What? What is this? I have no idea. I, I don't either. Maybe, I, don't, I, I don't want it. Maybe, I don't, maybe, maybe it's a... She's going to hit her up. Oh, oh my God. No, no, no. Thumbtacks. Thousands of thumbtacks. They're going to be in somebody's body sooner than later. Look, Don't look, blink. Look at those sharp edges up. Britt Baker. They're going to check her head here in the sea. And, and Tony, think about this. Think about how much these two women hate one another. They are willing to go to this, these extremes oh to settle this. Under Rosa locked it. Oh, the oh, swinging neckbreaker oh, avoided. No. Oh, no. She got it. Thunder Rosa is thinking of Powerbomb. Rebel swung with the, oh! Rebel just got cracked in the head with the, the crutch. Thunder Rosa trying to regrouping. Trying oh, to end this thing. Oh, oh, through the table. Rebel! Rebel got planted on the table, through the table. Thunder Rosa escaped the Death Valley driver attempt. Brent, no! Oh, Oh, no, oh, no. She's not going to do this, is she? Yep. Oh, oh, fire, thunder, 
Schroeder through the table! Both ladies are damaged goods. Thunder Rosa going for the cover, going for the win. Can she? Yes, she, she got does! Thunder Rosa has won this amazing, amazing event. The winner of this match, Thunder Rosa! And she breaks down and cries at the end of it. I don't blame her. My God, what they put each other through. Their bodies punctured with thumbtacks. They bled. They've been bruised. They really may never be the same. This was a career-altering match. We knew it was going to be brutal oh, going into this, but it somehow exceeded expectations. Oh, good God. That fire thunder driver through the table. Thunder Rosa, victorious. Good grief. Bloody mess, man. Folks, wow, uh, what a night, guys. Absolutely. And don't forget, coming up next, the mummy, the tomb of the dragon emperor. I've never seen anything like tonight in my entire career.
Hello, everybody, and welcome to the PWC Presents, uh, the Wednesday Night Skirmish, uh, with me, Christopher Ams. That's uh, A-M-B-S, like a lambs with no L, or like bullshit in the morning. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, Jimmy T. Jimmy, how the fuck's Australia, mate? Well, guess what, Chris? I'm glad you said bullshit in the morning, because it's literally bullshit in the morning where I'm at, so... It's good, man. It's no more summer, like I've said. No more sweating my nuts off. Sorry for the delays, people, but I had fucking PC problems. It happens. Sorry. But, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm fucking good, bro. It's all bullshit in the morning for me, bro. Right on, brother. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're recording just after I get done work, so I was, I was outside building a dock all day. It was kind of nice, though. Like, I was out on the actual shore, like, cutting wood and stuff get everything ready and uh yeah fucking beautiful view out there the, the lake's still frozen but it's starting to not get frozen so when i was doing the skirting boards around the dock yesterday i actually crashed through the ice and what? got soaked up to my <laughs> belly button so that was fun for the rest of the fucking day no way dude for real uh dude for real it was awful like you know, you know, like shrinkage, like with, with the cold, like you know, you know, you know, what I'm talking about shrinkage. So, so you, you're talking but about junior crease, When the lake is crease, actually huh? frozen over, when it was actually like when the lake is that fucking yeah. cold, like my Audi became an innie for a bit there. It was fucking oh, weird. Like, oh, nice, nice. Good. <laughs> Dude, can I ask? Like, did you fall through a lake? Right, basically, yeah. Yeah, that's basically what happened. Yeah, like and there it wasn't. Was, I was walking on the on the on the ice because like I had to do the skirting boards, which are the the ones around the outside of the dock. Right. So I was doing the skirting boards around the ice the around the outside of the dock, and I've got my 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 big rubber boots on, right? Um, and I'm about like an inch or two into the water, right? And then there's there's ice underneath it because that's sort of how it it works when it melts. There's like a top layer that melts first, and then there's some water on top of the ice. Well, the other layer, I guess, broke through when I was stepping on it. And so my whole body just went into the lake and shit. I had to climb out. And I was just like, oh, fuck, that's cool. I would have been <laughs> losing my shit, bro. Like, did you pull yourself up, like, through the ice, like, sort of thing? Yeah, I had to. Yeah, I had to pull myself up, yep, through the ice, yeah. Fuck, that's crazy, bro. Thank God it wasn't deep, man, because I would have started panicking, especially if you're trying to come up and you're just hitting the wall, like, of ice. It would have, man, that, that's crazy, bro. And we we're just talking about that a few weeks yeah. back about people falling through. Or what do you know, Chris? <laughs> that's what you call bullshit in the morning right there, bro, my brother. Man, I'll tell you. You know what, though? Honestly, like I work with my old man and my uncle and um, every year, at least one of us falls through around really? this time. Like it, it's not dangerous because like right now outside is like plus 15. So you know, you can get out of the lake and just sort of bring out your clothes or whatever and then keep going to work if you want or you can go home. It's, you know, nobody's, like, forcing you to stay working. But, like, I stayed because I was already – it was already, like, 2 o'clock by the time I went through yesterday. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just finish the day off wet. <laughs> That's crazy, especially in Canadian weather, dude. Like, being wet, that would have been cold, bro. It was, it was fucking cold. But, you know what, like I said, you, you just get used to it. It's like the heat in Australia, right? Like, if I go to Australia in the middle of the fucking summer, I'll probably want to kill myself, right? Dude. But, like, you – you, you you're miserable but you're, yeah, i'm like, miserable you're Trust kind me. of acclimatized to it yeah you know what i mean don't, like don't more acclimatized me than i would be anyway 
I'm used to it, but I'm not. Like, I can never get used to it, man. Like, I'll be honest. Like, I am used to it. That's probably wrong wording, but but it pisses me off. Believe me when I tell you that, man. I, I can't stand being hot and sweaty every fucking day, especially during overcasted days when it's just that fucking tropical, steamy-ass fucking shit-ass <laughs> fucking weather, man. It's just, it's not cool, man. But it's funny because you think I've got Greek blood, right? <laughs> I'm born and raised in Australia. You think I'd be fucking loving the sun and used to the fucking heat, but man, this yeah, the heat here is fucking harsh, bro. I won't lie. It's it looks like man, it looks like a desert when it's like that hot. I look even when, when I'm driving around, dude. I just feel like everything's burnt, man. I'm just looking at everything like fuck. That's how I feel, man. <laughs> I feel like a fucking pruned fucking sultana. You know what I'm saying? Like a raisin, like a pruned yeah, fucking yeah. raisin, bro. It's not cool, man. But now it's cool. Now it's nice. Like I said, no more summer, man. Fuck the summer here, bro. But like I said, here you think we have four seasons, but really it's like two seasons. It's like winter, if you want to call it a winter, <laughs> compared to you, you know what I mean? Because, yeah, it's just... Yeah, right. For you, it's probably warm, right? But it, for me, it's cold and heat, bro. So it's heat and cold, like, if you call it cold. Other than that, yeah. there's, there's no in-between. Yeah, there's autumn, but... It's still hot in autumn, generally, like like it is generally now. But it's all right. I'm cool. I'm happy. No, I'm we over have it. like 18 seasons here in Canada. We have 18. like so so we have like summer where it's like actually fucking hot, right? And then you have and then you have like uh, like fake fall where like it, <laughs> it cools fall. off. Right. And then there's fake fall. Yeah. So there's so there's summer and then there's like fake fall where it cools off for about a week and you think okay it's going to get cold and then and then no like and then and then last su- and so it goes like summer fake fall last summer right where summer comes back for a bit and then you get real fall and then it's like pre cold <laughs> and then kind of cold and then a little bit of snow and then it's fucking cold for 6 <laughs> months and then we get like and then we get like a fake spring where we'll have like two weeks where it seems like it's going to start to warm up. And then winter comes roaring back for two or three fucking weeks after that. And it's minus 30 again. We get Jesus. more fucking snow. And then we get like actual spring and then fake summer and then last spring and then back to fucking summer again. It's terrible, dude. Like it's like one of the things that I loved about living in L.A. is like. You could walk out the fucking door every day. You never have to listen to the weatherman. It's going to be 96 <laughs> degrees and sunny. It doesn't fucking matter. It's going to be 96 degrees and sunny every fucking day. Well, uh, like I've said, man, yeah. Well, that's how it is here pretty much, man. Like California, California and Australian weather is pretty much the same shit, bro. Like, except maybe, uh, because sometimes in Kelly, it, it snows sometimes, ironically. Like, very rare, but sometimes. Yeah you get snow here it just doesn't snow like i said i've never fucking touched snow in my life and it's funny like i bitch like i love the cold man but if i was to come to canada or fucking go to the states and fucking experience winter there i reckon i'd be the biggest littlest bitch right and i'm a big boy but i'd be the biggest bitch on the planet i think i'd be like how the fuck do you fucking deal with this fucking cold like Dude, I'm always in a singlet. You hardly ever see me in a jumper, like, or sorry, a sweater, right? Or a, or a hoodie. Like, I'll wear them, right? Dude, but it's people rare. People in fucking Saskatchewan call them bunny hugs, so you're, bunny not, hugs? you're not weirding me out with anything. 
All right, no, no, bunny no, cause... hugs. I shit you not. Anybody listening from Canada? Anybody listening from Canada who happens to be from Saskatchewan or know anyone from Saskatchewan? Ask about bunny hugs and how that is the most stupid, idiotic, weird fucking word for Hardy <laughs> ever. Bunny hugs. Why the fuck would you call? Yep. What would people from Saskatchewan? Shit you call... not. <laughs> what would people from Saskatchewan call a fucking? Call... Call sweaters, jumpers, whatever you want to say. Bunny hugs. Why bunny hugs? Because, uh... I don't know. Because, uh, the hoodie... Honestly... Honestly, I have no fucking idea. And don't ask me to try to explain Saskatchewan people. (laughs) They're, they're, They're a very odd, uh... Very odd people who farm. I, I don't. I don't have a <laughs> lot. Farm. To Shout say outs to Jago. People in Saskatchewan. <laughs> Shout outs to Jago in Iowa. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. By the way. Farm, I lived in Saskatoon <laughs> for a year. I love. Ooh. I love people in Saskatchewan. What old Saskatoon, Saskatchewan? Listen, right. man. I want to come to Canada, man. But enough of our lives, I guess. I, I guess people. We're probably boring people to death. <laughs> so let's get into the fucking dynamite, too. Yeah. All right. Let's get to it. Okay, usually we would say it's Wednesday night, you know what that means, but we're going to switch it up. It's St. Patrick's Day, and you know what that means. Um, it's a St. Patrick's Day slam. So before we start, just kidding, I'm not going to do that. Um, Don't ever do that again, Anyway, Chris. we start off with a Please. video package. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I won't. I'll do another musical number later that you'll love. Um <laughs> Moving on here, we've got uh, we've, we start off with MJF and the inner circle jerk arriving in a jet. That's it. They just show up in a jet, and we get a video of it, and it looks so, it looks like they're evolution. really trying to push the four the four horsemen type thing, yeah, or evolution. That you know, I don't know. It, it cool. It's a little too samey for me. <laughs> Man. Cool. I really truly think that that MJF fucks his whole group up, dude. I really do. That's just my opinion. I just feel like it shouldn't have. I think he's too good for it. Yeah, not only too good, but like I explained, I think on the last skirmish, um, why is it fucking and uh, and don't get it twisted, everybody. I think MJF is a fucking star, man. I I mean that, right? He's one of the best kids going around, if not the best. But why would a bunch of older dudes <laughs> like take orders from a young snot-nosed punk? That, like to me, that don't make sense. And this is the million-dollar man, right? Where he's got all this money, like he, I guess he does, right? Because he fucking, you know, because he looks like he does, right? Then why the fuck would they? I just don't get it, dude. Uh, especially from guys like fucking. FTR and, and and Spears like to me it just I can't compute that man because personally I wouldn't be fucking I wouldn't be able to respect this little young punk you know what I mean shouldn't it be the other way around I mean I agree with you dude like I like me looking at it I'm like okay why is MJF the lead here like that doesn't I, you, they just if it's gonna if they're gonna continue with him being the unquestioned leader of these guys we need to get an explanation as to why he is right. and why the rest of them are okay just taking orders because you know with the horsemen it was you understood right that like everybody's kind of on the same page right exactly. they, they they did they did really push it in a way that everybody you know understood that 
they all had their roles, right? And it wasn't lesser or it, no, or right. more. It was just sort of different roles, right? Like you had the guys who were the tag team specialist. You had you had Ric Flair being the world champion type person. You had Arn Anderson being the you know the enforcer. That was the whole point. You know that's where we got that fucking moniker from. Was exactly. he's the enforcer for the Horsemen? Absolutely. Um, but with this group, yeah, it seems like I'm I'm wondering like okay, like okay, so Wardlow, I kind of get he's just being paid to be the muscle, right? He doesn't, and I'm fine you with that. Need to give that guy right. any kind of championships? No, no, you, you don't. Know? But like, why is Sean Spears gonna be okay with just going after the TNT championship, which I'm guessing is the point? Thank you. Um, that's another thing. Is the TNT championship becoming like? <laughs> I don't want to say like it's becoming look to me it should be the tv title because it's becoming kind of like that but it's also becoming i don't want to say on the same level as the world title but it's becoming more relevant than even the AEW world championship at the moment or am i tripping in saying that no i think you're right because it's it's exposed more right it's right more, right like yeah. it's more visible it's it's out there every week you know you see it all the time and so it becomes a, a thing like you know I mean, it could be worse. You know, it could be the FTW championship and everybody oh. could just fucking have a chuckle about it. But, <laughs> right. you know. <laughs> just like I did. <laughs> well, no, look, you're spot on. I guess that's a good thing. I don't know why I'm even, you know, having a gripe with it. But I guess I can't take a belt that's called Turner Network Championship. Like, I just can't, <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, who the fuck wants to fucking... Imagine the kids of today. Do they? Do you think they? Once they're born and they get into professional wrestling and they're big AEW fans, and the kids start saying, "I want to be the TNT champion, the Turner fucking champion." Like, come on, dude. I don't know, man. That I mean, I I hear you. Yep, I hear you. It should just be the television championship, but you know, if they want to, if they, I guess TNT really wanted, you know their network represented or whatever so i can see what i can see why like throwing them a bone is okay but uh literally i'm with you i'm as an adult i'm kind of looking at it like what a lame fucking thing to call it but it's still better than calling it the ftw championship so oh, f- you know, for the win we dude. can always just keep <laughs> it's not fuck the fucking the world championship it, it's for the win but uh no you're right man i don't even know for why that the... fucking win yeah exactly i don't even know why the ftr belt even exists i mean ftw sorry not ftr <laughs> ftw why does that even thing even exist like why it was cool in ecw like- i don't know I- i've seen so i i saw a package i saw a package somebody was sharing that apparently uh cage is defending it uh oh. tonight i guess is that when they do dark is it tuesdays on oh, oh yeah you're right uh, he's defending it against, against buck boy what the fuck is that guy's name? Yeah, yeah reptilian. What's that guy's name? Uh, who, who uh, had the red dragon yeah, yeah. fucking mask? Um, Buck Boy. Cutler. Brandon Cutler, Cutler. That's it. Cutler. Yes. Yeah. Because that's a fucking total fucking. Mu- Seriously, that's a must-watch match, dude. I can't wait to fucking get into dark. Not. I can't wait to not watch that. Oh, um, really? Okay. That's ratings, bro. Anyway. 
Anyway, let's get into the show proper here. It's uh, We start off with Penta and Cody Rhodes. Uh, Cody comes out wearing a green shirt, and as someone who's half Irish, that makes me very sad. Fuck off, Cody. Um, <sighs> just I'm just going to say this. Oh, go for it. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just want to say, here we are again, Cody getting fucking... Why does it always have to be Cody, dude? At first it was fucking Black History Month. And now uh, it's fucking this fucking... Now it's fucking St. Paddy's Day. Like, come on, man. Like, fuck, I know you're crying. Look, I know... I people... can't wait till Cinco de Mayo when he comes out <laughs> with the fucking Mexican flag. No, no, dude. <laughs> dude, well, he's half Cuban, you know, Chris. Did you know that? Yeah. Well, yeah. you know he will fucking be doing that, bro. You know it. Like, you know, he, there's no doubt. Man, and if he fucking comes out on Greek Independence Day and does it, I'll fucking jump off a bridge. You heard it right here because yeah. he won't do it. But if he did, I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, man. What is he, the man of the world? He's he's the, he's the international superstar, for sure. <laughs> oh, that's right. International um, superstar. Jesus Christ. This match was a fucking travesty. Um, I like Penta. Like he's he's actually a, a wrestler that I really enjoy Me watching. Too. Yeah. Um, but this match was fucking stupid, dude. There. I, so here's my notes. There's no real story to this match. Penta continues to play to the crowd, which he's supposed to be a fucking heel. Why is he playing to the crowd? Cody no sells lots. There's a table set up for later. Um moves happen penta kicks out of several big moves including the crossroads penta lands the arm breaker and immediately cody rolls him up after taking the arm breaker isn't your arm supposed to hurt how can your arm roll someone up after you just got an arm breaker anyway here's the story that should be in this match Cody's way too angry about what happened with Penta last right, week. He keeps right. making mistakes because he's overly angry because he's losing his cool and he's not able to think properly. So, so you need to, you need, we need to find out, you know, will he be able to focus up and get the win or will Penta take advantage? There was none of that. It was just move, 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 kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out, arm breaker, roll up in. I was just like, what the fuck guys? <laughs> like, well, what I want to know is, right, now they're building up to this Cody... Oh, sorry, this was the fucking match, right, pretty much. So they started building it last week to to to, to, to get the climax fucking a week later, right? And, one yeah, later. one week later, I would have... I actually didn't mind what fucking Penta said the week before. Why did we get the fucking the match this week? Why not just build it a little bit? I know there's no pay-per-view... For a few months, right? But fucking come on, man. What the fuck is this shit? So what now? Like, you know what I mean? What? Where, where do we go now? Penta's a loser now. Loser. How do you say loser in Spanish, Chris? Do you know? Uh, no. You would probably just call him a puto. Oh, true. That's it. That, that's all he, He's a fucking puto. Seriously, you're a bitch, bro. You're a fucking bitch. Like, seriously. Penta... El miedo fucking zero fucking malakia, bro. That, that's, zero that's, miedo. Oh yeah, zero miedo, no fear, fucking eat a dick. Like, seriously, I'm a fan of his, man. But after this, like, where do we go from here? Where does Penta... Penta was built as a fucking main event player when AEW first started, right? He was a main event player in fucking Impact. He was, heck, he was former world champion, was he not? 
He was a main event fucking player in fucking Lucha Underground, right? And he was he was awesome in Lucha Underground. I know he's got a million names. It's Pentagon Junior, El Zero Miedo, fucking whatever. You got Pentagon Dark and Pentagon this and Pentagon that. But this is Pentagon Puto right now that we got right now. Like seriously, we're gonna call him PP, bro. <laughs> yep. He's a Pentagon Puto pussy punk. So we got four P's, bro. The four P fucking motherfucker. Like fuck this fuck shit. Hey, one quick thing for El <laughs> Zero Miedo. I just want to say one thing. This goes out to you, El Zero Miedo. No fear, dicks, right? And one other thing. Hurry up and learn your fucking how to speak English because otherwise, bro, you're going to get buried, man. So <laughs> learn English, my man, and fucking tell these motherfuckers, do you know who I am? Because <laughs> clearly Cody fucking says, do you know who I am? So, yeah, fuck it, man. Cody, I, I think, is definitely the kind of person who goes somewhere and is like, do you know who I am? Do you know who my father was? <laughs> Funny you said that because that's what he fucking said here, bro. That's what he said here too a couple of years ago, bro. Anyway, do you know who I am? Do you know who my dad is? Do you know who my fucking brother is? Do you know who my wife is? Do you know who my dick is? Like, anyway, do you know who my fucking kid is even? The kid's not even born and we fucking know who his kid is. So yeah, eat a dick, Cody, and yeah. Penta, you're just a cuck, bro. Straight up. However you say that in Spanish. Yeah. Well, anyway, he uh <laughs> anyway, he uh, he attacks Cody afterwards, and then the nightmare collective or family or whatever the fuck their name is, uh come out to uh to rescue Cody. Uh QT Marshall is late coming for the save. And no one fucking cares about QT Marshall. I, this is the dumbest, most useless fucking storyline I've ever fucking seen anybody try to get over. Seriously? I'm supposed to give a fuck about QT Marshall? No, seriously? Why? <laughs> Man, I'm a fan of QT, bro. When you got a name seriously? like fucking... Yeah, like seriously? Um, I when your name don't. is... <laughs> when your name is fucking QT? Like cutie? I'm a fan, y'all. <laughs> I like cuties, bro. I like them, but not this one, unfortunately. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I'm not like that. I don't swing that yeah. way, people. All right? My boy Troy does, but... But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> anyway. Shout-outs to Troy. Shout-outs to um, Troy Cox. Wink, wink. Uh, all right, so... So next up, we've got the Young Bucks. They're backstage. Uh, Callus comes. He's kind of making fun of them a little bit. He tries to give them a do not slap your leg t-shirt. That was kind oh, of... Oh, how funny. original. Um, like, how original. Look. About... <laughs> he asked them to think about whether or not they're the same wrestlers they were in New Japan, which uh, means nothing. They were... Uh... They were the cruiserweight tag team champions. Exactly. Who gives a fuck? Right. I dare say they're actually a bigger deal now, right? Even though they still suck, but you get my drift. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, that was a segment. Uh, Jade Cargill versus Danny Jordan. Uh, Jade's entrance has as much pyro as Cody's, which means she must be a big deal. Um, mm. It's an aggressive squash match here. Jade goes over really quick. Uh, and then there's a uh, there's a thing between Jade and Cotton Candy or Apple Pie or 
whatever the fuck her name is. Red Velvet. <laughs> um, there's a little problem between point. them. They shove each other. It's stupid. Um, Ew. I love yeah, stupid. So next up, we've got MJF and uh, – yeah. <laughs> next up, we've got MJF and the Ponies. Uh, they make their entrance. Um, Blanchard takes the stick, and he talks for about three minutes. And um, he's better than 99% of the roster on the mic. Don't let him speak if he buries <laughs> the rest of the roster this badly. Uh... And then MJF takes the microphone, and he proves that he is the 1% who are still better than Tully Blanchard. Uh, it's a great promo here. He talks about how Jericho needs more walks in the park. Uh, his hairline is too far back. Uh, Jericho and Sammy were further separated than Jericho's left peck and his right peck. Um, it's a great promo here. He's just, he's funny. Um, he introduces the members of the pinnacle. Wardlow is the best insurance policy in wrestling. Uh, Sean Spears has always been a quote top guy and he's going to prove it now. Okay. I'll be oh. excited to watch. Um, FTR are the best tag team in wrestling and he cuts his usual self promo He's great. In fact, he's better than you. And, and you, know you know it. it. Of course. Well, it's true. I just still can't wrap my head around why he's the one. You know what I mean? Like the boss, the chief. And why and how did these guys get together? Like why? And like, why didn't we see a hint of this shit? Like, like when I say a hint, why didn't we see some sort of hint? Like, you know, like you busted fucking uh, MJF talking to Tully like secretly, where Sammy fucking do you remember fucking GTV in WWE or WWF back then? Mm-hmm. You know we were supposed to be Goldust, whatever the fuck Goldust TV, where where you know the camera would fucking bust dudes in the restroom talking fucking bullshit or whatever the fuck was going on, right? Why didn't we see something like that at least, where like Sammy busted MJF fucking talking to Tully? And he's like, hey, what are you doing? We didn't even get that shit. Like, it's easy to book this shit, man. Come on. I agree. Yeah. It's not hard. I agree. Boys, it's, it's so easy hard. to just put little feelers out there, you know? Yeah, just little just feelers little, just out little there things. that make you wonder, right? And right. Then, and then later you can be like, oh, I remember when they were <laughs> when they did the video and they had the thing and then that, exactly. that happened. Right. right? You, can, you can remember and get, and get excited and be like, oh, this makes sense, right? And you can follow something. Right. That's what like little Easter eggs like that is exactly what made the MCU what it became. Right. It was tiny little sparks of something that let you know something was about to happen. Right, but you didn't right. really know what, but you had clues that maybe you could try to figure it out. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And then once things were paid off, it made a big deal. And everybody loved the fact that those those little Easter eggs got paid off. You know, you don't have to do that. You you can overdo it. I think maybe the MCU is a good example of how it's been overdone. Right, but right. you can get a lot of you can get a lot out of little, like subtle hints towards your audience instead of just like. By the way, this guy has a Owen seventy five record. <laughs> oh my God, he just won his first match. Isn't that incredible, yeah. everyone? Like you're introducing me to a guy and telling me that he's had a fucking losing streak and then he wins right away what i'll, I'll tell you half a story what do you I'll, I'll tell you what what they think actually they must think that we have esp bro i mean they must hmm. 
because you know we can I fucking... have ESPN. <laughs> well, so do I. But technically, isn't it TSN over there? <laughs> but I, I know mean, it's I ESPN, have both. But... but oh yeah, well you're fucking lucky, aren't you? Because I only got ESPN. But anyway, that's not the fucking point. We're talking about ESP. If you want to add the N, I mean that's that's cool and all. But but all I'm saying is, I guess they think we astral project to TK's little war room where they come up with this fucking shit and we're just there like in the background like flies on the wall listening to this shit and we're like, oh, I get it. That's where it happened. Uh, yeah. 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 Cool. <laughs> cool, indeed. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. Because we know, bro. Yeah. We know. We totally know. Um, you know anyway, next up, and you here, know it. We've got a, we've got a ten man tag match. Every single time I see a graphic that says awesome. ten man tag match, I just roll my fucking eyes. Oh man, I can't fucking um, wait, bro. I can't wait for this shit. This is what you call wrestling. <laughs> All right, this yeah. is fucking professional um, wrestling. We've got Hardy Party and the Butcher and the Baker <laughs> and the Candlestick Maker against <laughs> Jurassic Express and Bear Country. Oh Jesus! Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, anyway, here's my here's my second uh, musical entry. Oh 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 oh. Goodbye. See you later. Oh 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 Seriously, seriously, seriously. Why, why, man? It's too early for that shit. All right, what time is it? Seriously. It's fucking 10 a.m., Chris. Oh, I know it's not that early, but it's too early for that, all right? Man, why, dude? Oh, I kid God. you not, I wasn't even thinking of that Jungle Goose, and I definitely wasn't even thinking of that fucking song. That's a shoot. That was not fucking... Uh, knowing in my brain, in my head. It was nowhere, bro. All right, motherfucker? Like... Anyway, yeah. Maybe I should put you on and mute. I have successfully <laughs> fucked up the rest of the day for Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking sure have. Now I'm pissed. Anyway, All this right. match fucked up the rest of my day. <sighs> um, <laughs> so everyone was everywhere doing everything again. Um, Bear Country uh, tossed Marco over the top to nail the heels. Cool. Um, Luchasaurus does some impressive stuff. Um, th this this bothered me. So Luchasaurus is in there. He's basically running amok. He just takes out everybody, right? And then the butcher gets in. He nails him with a clothesline, drops him, and then he gets back up. Now, that's a really powerful moment, right? That's a right. really good storytelling thing where you've got a guy who's just laid out everybody, and then somebody came in and laid him out, right? So this makes the butcher look really strong for about 0 0.2 seconds, and then Marco Stunt hits a drop <laughs> kick from the top rope that floors the butcher. And I just Whoa. went, fuck all the way off. All of you, fuck off. <laughs> Why would you do this? You just, you just had this moment where you're making butcher look like a big, strong, big deal kind of wrestler, and then he gets fucking nailed by Marco fucking Stunt. So, the butcher, hey? The butcher. Well, guess what, dickhead? You suck. Alright, because you know what? He doesn't suck, really. I'm actually a fan of his, but uh, but he sucks in AEW, because all I want to say is Marco Stunt, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. I have to say it, because this is the only conclusion 
I can come up with in my own fucking head, bro. Do you think Marco's stunt sucks fucking TK's cock or what? Do you reckon there's a secret relationship I mean, going on there or? Because I honestly like if this, if if TK was a logical like normal human being, I would think like maybe he's getting sexual favors from he like, must be, bro. Marco Stun right, right. and Orange Cassidy. Orange, no, no, no. Definitely but from my Orange. honest my honest opinion is that TK is just a fucking lunatic who doesn't understand anything about anything <laughs> and really thinks that people like Marco Stunt are going to sell. Like he really thinks that Marco Stunt is somehow going to become a star in AEW. No, he's not. You don't have a fucking cruiserweight division. Even if you did, he'd be too fucking small for that. He would and be, like, legitly. What are you... How? What? Why? Why? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because he's a star, bro. All right, first of all, don't you know kids of today grow want to grow up to be just like Marco? Like, seriously. Don't you know? I'm sure your kids even fucking look up to Marco. It, or maybe they look down to Marco. I don't know. But, uh... I'm not sure many kids look up to Marco. That's what... Right. So, fucking, what the fuck, dude? Like, I don't... I, look, man, I don't want to fucking sound like that. Look, good on Marco. Like I said, man, he's got... He's, he's got a spot, dude. He's becoming established. I mean, heck. I can't believe I'm saying this. Yeah, and and he's I'd established be fine having him on the show. Yeah, right. have him on the show. Have him be like the plucky underdog babyface who gets oh, his fucking ass kicked. I don't even want that, bro. Not yeah, yeah, get ass kicked. Right after Luchas, so so Luchasaurus, just fucking clears the big, house. The big and then goof. Butcher drills him with a fucking clothesline, and then Marco Stunt gets the fucking heat off of that. Bro, Booker why? of the Year. That's why, bro. Don't you know, man? Once you give him Booker of the Year, bro, what, what do you think he's gonna do? Once these idiots fucking vote this motherfucker, Booker of the Year, you're going to get this shit, bro. I'm sorry, man. It's, it's, it is what it is. It's beyond disappointing. It's fucking annoying. Anyway, uh, Hardy tags in. He gets the pin and the win. Uh, the bears and the dinosaur fucks <laughs> argue afterwards. They didn't the get along or whatever. So I we had, we had so a whole Barney episode straight after that, basically, right? Or maybe it's Lamb oh, Chops God. with Marco Stunt. I don't fucking know. Do you remember that show? Lamb Chops, play I along. I do. Lamb yeah. Chops, play along. Yeah. So I guess Marco's yeah. Lamb Chops and fucking... And, and the big fucking dinosaur goof is fucking Barney. And uh, and we got fucking Humphrey B. Bear. And I know you don't know who Humphrey B. Bear is. All right? <laughs> because Humphrey B. Bear was like our version down here of like Barney, basically. Right? But except it wasn't a dinosaur. It was a bear. Right, hence the name. So we got bears, Barney, and lamb chops all in the ring. Unbelievable, mm -hmm. great talent right there. But are the Berenstain Bears? Oh, and oh. how was Berenstain spelled? Or, or was it Berenstain or Stein or fucking I don't right. know. But whatever it was, it's a Mandela effect. And you know what? I wish I had the Mandela effect after this shit. <laughs> seriously Honestly, please give me the mandela effect for this shit even for this company so that way i could i could have sworn it was much better than this shit yeah do you remember just when saying. aew was good <laughs> do you remember there, i've just created a mandela <laughs> there you go we're in a fucking parallel universe ladies and gents 
Oh, God. Okay, so anyway, next up we've got Moxley. He's backstage. He's in a bad mood. Kingston's taping up. So am I. The good brothers are always attacking them. Uh, Kingston says, this ain't Tokyo. This ain't Impact. He quotes from 50 Cent and no Tupac. Oh, um, jeez. I love Kingston. He's just awesome. I have no, nothing but good things to say no about doubt. him. The way that they book him, I'm not excited about, but... Uh, Anyway, we'll get into that. Going to be an interesting match later, and it's because so they're taking on the uh, the Good Brothers. But first, we have a backstage interview. The first uh, backstage interview at AEW with Christian Cage. Woo! Um, Applause. He says he says he's <laughs> says he's not a workhorse. He's the workhorse in professional wrestling. I wonder what he's that means. He's only interested in one spot, and that's the top spot. He'll see Kenny Omega down the road. Um, hmm. He's in AEW to put into action three simple words. Out, work, everyone. Hmm. It's a so fine get intro here. Uh, so what, what would I gather here? He's not only not just a workhorse, he's the horse, and he outworks everybody. In what way does he work everybody since he's a horse? I'm just saying. I'm not trying to get it, get it, get at anything, but horse outwork. There's a lot of there. There's a there's there's already too many um, shapes and too <laughs> many animals in this company. There's great, bears, great point. Luchasauruses. <laughs> we got. We got. That's awesome, we got That's that's definitely... horses and bears. Yeah. And we got a butcher. The butcher is supposed yeah, to be the one that slaughters right the animals, right? Or chops them up, whatever. Absolutely. Except and in a, this case, there's, a li there's librarians. Oh and yes. Circles and triangles and and, and octagons and, <laughs> and squares <sighs> and uh, lines and so we got bears, horses, uh, pff, I'm missing dinosaurs. Uh, penguins, tigers, lambs. I mean, we got a whole fucking we got a whole farm here, bro. Lions, I mean, tigers, bears. Right, hey, right. And we got Cody. He's on a you know he's on a different fucking. Yeah, I just you know. I really want I really want for like an Australian wrestler to call himself the Drop Bear and just like uh. come out like not dressed like a koala but like have like some like tufts of fur coming out of his gear or something dude that's just tough come out bro. like that's fucking that's awesome fucking, that's tough that's fucking, bro that's way but that's get literally this. better than like half of the shit on <laughs> but, like i'm fucking talking about a drop bear character but not only is he a Fuck. drop bear but he's even got chlamydia bro yeah fucking yeah. that that could yeah. be you know what he could do like <laughs> Cause he's the drop bear, right? He could do like a like a four fifty splash for a finisher, <laughs> right? And afterwards, what do I picture a koala be, doing that? But yeah, that but it could be it could be called the chlamydia driver or something like that would be fucking awesome, right? <laughs> the chlamydia driver, no, oh no, oh no. And in case anyone's wondering why we're talking about chlamydia, no, we do not have chlamydia, right? Koalas. Here's a fun fact: koalas actually have chlamydia like it's just it is what it is they got chlamydia so don't do. touch them because they'll fuck you up literally but that's right 
The chlamydia driver, bro. That is fucking just, awesome, dude. Just don't fuck the koalas. Just okay? don't. Like, just whatever just, you do. Because <laughs> that shit is like, fucking contagious, folks. All right? You don't want that don't shit. Don't exchange spit with koalas. <laughs> like, there's there's certain things. That, like, uh, you can touch someone with chlamydia. It's not going <laughs> to fucking kill you. But, like, you know, oh, don't shit. fuck them. Uh, and also, you know, don't uh, fuck koalas. Just don't fuck. Just don't fuck them, man, because they'll fuck you. But, but man, the chlamydia driver. I mean, chlamydia driver. Yeah, that's what it was, right? The chlamydia driver. That is fucking brilliant, yeah. bro. See, I had to fucking second guess myself because I'm like, did I just say chlamydia driver? <laughs> but that's what it is, ladies and gents. It's the chlamydia <laughs> driver. That is fucking brilliant, Chris. That's fucking. That's that's five stars right there. Actually, fuck it. That's ten stars. 11 stars because Malta just gave you that, bro. Not chlamydia, but the stars. You know stars. What I, mean? I am now the yeah. booker. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the booker of the year now. Booker of the year, bro. <laughs> That's even better than the attitude era, bro. <laughs> this is what you call the chlamydia era, bro. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. That's the chlamydia brilliant. era. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. That is brilliant. All right. I'm not going to forget that one. That Moving one's good. On. Moving on here, we've got a we've got the tag match between Kingston and Mox and the Good Brothers. Uh, Anderson and Gallows jump Kingston before the match gets started. Moxley comes out to try to help. They brawl around the ring a little while. Uh, the Good Brothers take over. They dominate uh, Kingston. Mox is unable to get back in the ring. They sort of keep kicking him off the apron when he gets back up. So the story of this match is basically can an injured Mox and Kingston sneak one by the Good Brothers? Because the Good Brothers clearly don't care about winning this match. They're just there to hurt somebody, right? Which, I mean, that's, that's, that's a good storytelling, right? But that's, but that's storytelling. You actually have, like, proper storytelling. And the way that the match ends is that Mox gets the win with a roll-up. And the Good Brothers beat the crap out of him afterwards. Because they didn't care about getting the win. They were just there to beat the guys up. And what would they care? Right. They, After the match. would they care anyway? Right. Right, exactly. So after the match, Omega comes down. Uh, Kingston holds them off for a few seconds, but it's not enough. Uh, Kenny and the Good Brothers beat the guys up. Uh, they put the ank- they do the ankle in the chair spot, um, and uh, you know it looks like Kingston, you know, has a broken ankle. They almost do the 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 neck in the chair spot, but the Young Bucks come out to interrupt, and they're like, "No, you can't do that. That's that's too that's." That's too bad, guys. That's 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 way too bad, guys. We're not that bad, guys. And uh, you know, Kenny's like, okay, 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 okay. And then they they go to too sweet, and they're like, come on, like you want to too sweet us because we're this is what we do. We we touch each other's fingers to show how cool we are with each other. We do we do the finger touching. We finger each other, and then uh, finger bang me, bro. But the bucks, finger bang me. They won't. The Bucks won't. They they just won't. They're like they're like no. You know why, right? You, <laughs> you know why? Finger you today. <laughs> you know why? Not because they're not gay or anything like that, why? but because they're Christian as fuck, brah. That's why. Oh. Yeah. You man. see. Oh. You see. They see another reason for me to dislike these fucking morons. <laughs> <laughs> the CAF, brah. All right. That ain't fucking too sweet. Nobody. 
except for themselves maybe but that's another okay. story well, now i understand well now i totally understand why they do things like spears and power bombs and like moves that should be done by big strong men because i mean they've got the power of christ compelling exactly them, that's what i was gonna say you took the words right out of my mouth that they've got the power of christ bro all right when you got the power of christ you can't be fucking touched bro hence they're not too sweetie nobody right. they how just can't be work? touched how did that work for the how did that work for the teutons how did that work for the <laughs> uh you know how did that oh, work shit. during the crusades oh Oh no, no, you didn't, Chris. <laughs> God damn it. Oh. It didn't work very well. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh Kenny also so the Bucks are walking away. Kenny takes off his shirt for some reason. I don't know if you know, if the attempted fingering wasn't enough, he also had to take off his shirt. Super cool. Um shout outs Winnipeg. Fuck. Uh anyway. Shit. Anyway, next up here, we've got Tony Schiavone, and he calls out who? Who do you think he calls out, Jimmy? Um, let me who guess. Tony Schiavone let me guess. Let me guess. Well? Stingrays. Oh, sorry. Sting. <laughs> Sting. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, man. If only this was fucking going out with video, bro. <laughs> Man, do you reckon you fucking... Do, do, do you think you fucking... No, I won't go there, but uh, man... Yeah, it's Sting! That's all that matters. My fucking it's butt sting. is Sting! <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Oh, Jesus. So the bubbles come out. Oh, uh, from his mouth, so though. Sting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, and then Tony Schiavone call, calls out, Darby! <laughs> um... Uh, There's man. no bubbles when he comes out, but Where the he sells the, the last. He sells the leg from from the last week. He he's actually he came out and he's actually selling the leg from last week. Jesus, I was so wrong about Darby Allen. This kid can actually fucking understand wrestling. Wow. Bravo. See, if a fucking if a meth headlock fucking Darby Allen fucking knows fucking wrestling one hundred and one. Then you motherfuckers, everybody else should fucking head their, should fucking put their head down in shame, dude. Because you're right, and you know what? He's not a meth head, dude. He clearly is not a meth head. He's actually a fucking professional wrestling head because he gets it. And yeah, I will take it back. I'll take it back too. I like Darby, it. bro. I like it. He proved me wrong, man. Fuck it. I'll say it. He proved me wrong. He's one of the better things. You know what? At least Sting has elevated him. Let's be real. He actually has. Right? Something's changed since sting has fucking come into the picture where the sting no it has program has right yeah no and you know what his his promo here is quick it's it's super to the point it's but oh my god is it good dude um he says you know since he's become the uh the tnt champion the tnt champion he's defended the belt three times and the crowd cheers and he says no no that's pathetic that's ridiculous i want to defend this championship every week um i love that i like i mean that's that's exactly the kind of thing that you want your hero to say right no i have this prize and i want to defend it more often so he says next week whoever wants from the dark order can come get their title shot um it looks like it's gonna be evil uno 
um, as opposed to Evil Dose. Uh, Shout-outs to Evil Dose. <laughs> Shout-outs um, to the Dose. It looks like it's going to be Evil Uno. And uh, anyway, Lance Archer comes out. He gets in Darby's face. Jake cuts a promo about how badass Lance Archer is. Uh, didn't really turn into anything. Taz interrupts. <laughs> Who fucking cares? Uh, Cage has something to say. He wants to tell Sting he respects him. Uh, Team Taz is very angry. Cage walks away. There's just too much happening here. So Cage turns face. Archer's turning heel. Darby wants to defend the title more often. Uh, and then we have a promo from Scorpio Sky saying he's sick of being a nice guy. Uh, individually, all of this is fine, right? Like the I, I like the Darby Allen promo. I like that he's going to defend, you know, and, he, and that he wants to defend against a face somebody from a face team. That makes sense, right? Um, then Jake and Archer come out and interrupt. That's fine, I guess, right? There's a little bit something. But then Taz interrupts, and then Brian Cage interrupts him, and then there's a video package from Scorpio Sky. It's there's just like they tried to cram way too much shit into this segment, and it and it all just kind of seems like they're trying to rush storylines too much, as opposed to just let things breathe. Because there are several guys in these in, in these programs who are actually pretty good at a cutting promos and b wrestling right like right, lance right. archer's good at both of these things 100. darby allen's good at both of these things brian cage is a jobber and should be <laughs> fired but other than that everybody else is good uh anyway yeah it's just too much going on well like i said before chris it's booker of the ship dude this is what you call good shit all right this is the good shit, bro. Literally, the good shit. Because I can smell it all the way from here. It's shit. All right? It's shit. Mm. You know what I mean? It, might, it doesn't matter if it smells good, looks good. It's still shit. You know what I mean? Like I said, man, this company, Bipolar, it's still fucking suffering from that. I don't know if uh, AEW needs to go to like a, to the doctors or a psychiatrist maybe and maybe like get themselves diagnosed officially. Because this shit is fucking straight up bipolar, man. I don't know what the fuck they try to do every week. How do they do straight this? Straight up. Straight up, man. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Like that segment was manic. There was just way too much going on. Somebody was like, somebody was like, oh man, we should have we should have Sting come out, and then we should have Darby come out, and then Darby should, and then Darby should say that he's gonna fight somebody from the Dark Order, and then somebody should come out to interrupt him, but not the Dark Order. It should actually be uh, Lance Archer and Jake the Snake Roberts, and they should cut a promo, and then afterwards Taz should interrupt, and Taz should be angry too, and Taz wants to fight him, but then Taz isn't gonna fight him, and then and then and then Brian Cage comes in and he says, you know what, man, I respect you, Booker man. No, sorry, that's a, that that's 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 that 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 that's something different. Uh, he comes out and he says, "Hey, I respect you, Sting." And then, and then that's it. And then he walks away. And then Team Taz is mad. And then Scorpio Sky cuts a promo. Like, cool. Holy that was, fuck. That was easy to understand. Calm down. That was that's. But you're right, Chris. It is manic, <laughs> and it's called manic depressive, bruh. All right, that's what this shit is. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, fuck. You said it. It's Bi manic. Polar. <laughs> yeah. Bad. Like a bad case of bipolar, though. Okay. Like a really bad case, like my ex-wife's case oh, of bi oh. of bipolar. Shout outs um, to Chris's ex-wife. No, hey, my, my ex-wife is my ex-wife is a great person. She's really, really wonderful. I'm just making a joke. Uh, well, uh, just she would laugh at that. I, I hope so, because I was going to say, for your sake, I hope she doesn't listen to us. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sure she doesn't bother listening to me talking about wrestling. Well, <laughs> you might be surprised, but, bro. <laughs> uh... Oh, man. Anyway, if she is listening, she'll just laugh at it. I know Kristen. She's great. Shout oh, out to good, Kristen. Good, good. Shout out to Kristen. Um, anyway, next <laughs> up, we've got uh, we've got Phoenix versus Angelico. Um, it's a good little lucha style match here. They didn't, they didn't do like, they didn't, like, I mean, obviously like it's a lucha style match. So they're doing way too much and it's way too fast and they should probably slow down and sell a little bit more, but hey. I like Angelico's style. He's, he focuses on submissions and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's a twist for, for lucha style, right? It's uh it's something oh, a little different. Uh, Phoenix goes over with that Steiner driver type move. I can't remember what it's called, but it looks like the Steiner driver. Um, it didn't really turn into anything. It was just a good little little lucha match to sort of split things up here after uh, after that completely overbooked segment. Cool. Um, next next up, we've got Marvez. He's backstage with Miro. Uh, Miro's not interested in having a rematch with Chuck and Orange, but um, I don't blame him. What's his fucking nuts there? Says that he does want a rematch. Uh, Why? So that he can. I don't know. What's his fucking name now? Uh, the guy who's married to the hot girl. Uh, is this is this becoming a joke? Is this a rib on me, Chris? Or like, do you legitimately forget his name? I legitimately keep forgetting this fucking guy's name. All right, his name is Pindic. Pindic. Keep. Pindic. Penelope Ford. That's his name. And, oh, Penelope. Okay, yeah, Penelope. Yeah, yeah. Penelope, uh, Penelope Sabian. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name, dude. For real. Penelope uh, Kip Sabian. Ford. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway, Kip uh, Ford does want the rematch with Chuck and Orange because he oh, wants damn. to get revenge. So Miro eventually says, okay. Okay, let's cool. do it. I think that's what happened. It seems like they're going to have the rematch, so cool cool i'm looking forward um, to the it, dark bro. order is asked who's going to accept darby's challenge it looks like it's going to be johnny hunky but then i saw a package <laughs> later or a, like a video later that I was gonna looks say. like it's going to be evil uno so i don't know what? what's going on maybe it'll wind up is, being is ten. it two? i don't know wait is it is it two evil unos there's there's an evil uno and there's an you know do it evil dose and and evil cinque cinque, I don't know, man. But there seems Cinco. to be, yeah. I'm thinking of Italian over here. But anyway, there seems to be too many Uno. Wasn't Uno on in the previous fucking segment? I he was talked about in the previous segment, but so, not so, like it was weird because the because the video package basically said that it's going to be uh, John Silver challenging. But then I saw something online. That was like a. That was like a. Like a, it looked like it was like a poster or whatever from AEW suggesting that it's going to be Evil Uno with the match. So I don't know hmm. what's going on. But that guy looks Ooh. fucking weird. He needs to gain some more weight. Or, <laughs> yeah, like, put on. Become... Or he needs to lose a lot more weight. I, he's he's in between. He's in this really weird in between stage where he kind of looks like half. Like, he he almost looks like half Sami Zayn and half Kevin Owens. Like it's really fucking weird. Isn't like, he Canadian? One, actually, you look weird. He is Canadian. He is Canadian. Yeah. Well, oh, you said it. He looks weird because he's Canadian. Nah, I'm joking. But um, no. Look, you're right. 
you're not weird, Chris. It's all, it's all good, bro. But you're not your usual Canadian, to be honest with you. To be fair, you don't even sound full-blown Canadian. But anyway, I just want to say, fucking, um, with Uno, you're right about his weight. Because I th- <laughs> this is weird, but I'm going to say it now. He looked better as a fat fuck. He looked way more believable as a fat dude. Right now, he's just like... He looks like, did you, did you ever have like a buddy? Cause like I had a buddy once who like, he was like really big. Like dude was like, I could tell you a story, story, but yeah. And then, and then he got like the, and then he got like the stomach surgery or whatever. And then there was, and then he got like way thinner. Right. But there was so much extra skin that it just like, like you'd, you'd like jiggle it and it would just like fucking like (laughs) just a little bit forever. Like like it was like fucking jello or whatever and oh, it just God. fucking jiggles there Jiggle that's basically it. what he looks like bit. now it's like he looks like he went and he got that surgery but right. then he's still eating too many cheeseburgers do you know what i mean like and not doing he's enough just, like weight. stuffing his face and he can't fucking he, like he can't he can't even digest it so he's having to like he's like he's just like masticating the fucking meat in his mouth and he's just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's just like falling out his face because he can't swallow oh, I don't know. It just—it's really bad. It looks fucking silly. And just to answer your question, I did have a friend like that. Shout out to Josh. And I just want to say one quick story, just just quick. I know you, I know everyone probably doesn't give a flying fuck, but I'm gonna say it anyway, right? I just bought a brand new car years ago, right? At the time, brand new, right? Would you believe in the first day? Now my friend was pushing 500 pounds. True story. He jumps in into my car, right? Mind you, it was a Ford. It's not like a fuck. And I'm not talking about a Focus. I'm talking about what's well, called a Ford Falcon. That's an Australian-made Ford, right? Anyway, he jumps in the front. It's a big car. Jumps in the front, and guess what happens? Now, brand new car. My power steering... I've done a U-turn, mind you. I've done a U-turn, right, while he jumped in the car. My power steering rack <laughs> fucking snapped, dude. Snapped. I swear wow. to you, dude. Snapped. And I just wanted to fucking say, you motherfucking fat motherfucker. Like, I didn't, but that's what was going through my head, right? <laughs> That cost me 800 bucks to fix, dude, at the time. So, yes, I totally get it, man. And sorry, Josh, but if you're listening, I love you, bro. But it's true. You know it. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, yeah. Josh. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, not Jesus. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the story. Way too much Jesus Christ, Josh. Too much. <laughs> right on. Yeah, you need to throw one less shrimp on the Barbie. Uh, <laughs> moving on here. Definitely um, one less shrimp on the Barbie, bro. But you know what? To his credit, he's lost a lot of weight, and he's got that evil Uno fucking situation down there. Like, you know, that fucking right, well, excess so fucking shit. But still, good for him. I mean, it's, it's definitely good to lose when you're when you're that big, you know. Oh, definitely, man, for sure. Because he was huge, bro. Huge. Like, huge. Like you'd say, Huge. Oh, Chris is frozen. We've lost him. Hello, Chris. And we're back. Uh, technical difficulties that you will not have known anything about, except for the <laughs> fact that I just told you we had technical difficulties. Because uh, I keep forgetting how great my uh, my my co-host is at uh, you know mixing audio in and making it seem like there's no problems. Talk about there pressure. Was. Fuck pressure. You, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh shit! All right. <clears throat> so, I believe we're up to here. Off we go here. 
We're up to the huge main event. <laughs> huge. Very huge. Huge. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. Anyway, the it's a it's the lights out match. So they Ooh. they announce in the building that the lights are going out, and when they come back on, it's that AEW isn't responsible for it. Who, who fucking cares? It's so stupid. It's a hardcore match. Um, <laughs> basically, to start off here, so it's Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Uh, to start off here, Rebel attacks Rosa with the crutch, uh, giving Baker an early advantage. I have a question. If it's false count anywhere, no DQ, lights out, lights outs match, why doesn't Rebel just stay in the ring and they just beat the shit out of her two-on-one? Because they're huge. You tell me, bro. I mean, fucking, it's, it doesn't make sense, bro. I mean, well, yeah, I guess they're not allowed to, even though it's a false count anywhere, no disqualification, no count outs. Beats me, lights brother. Out match. Oh, and the lights were definitely on. So you tell me, why call it a fucking lights out match anyway? Like, why? What does that fucking get? Fucking extra viewers? If anything, I'm sure the viewers just just line turn up the lights off. This match. <laughs> yeah, they just Fuck. end up turning the lights off and see you later. It's been a huge night. You know what I mean? And that was it. Good night. This this match got really violent, like to the point where like I like like I like women's wrestling when it's done properly. Like, and I've <laughs> you know you've anybody listening has heard me talk about how much I love Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb matches. You right, also right, heard right. me talk about how much I think Britt Baker has gotten better. And um, this match made me a little uncomfortable. It was that violent. There was chair spots galore. God, there was a superplex yeah. into a bunch of piled up chairs. Uh, there was ladder shots. <laughs> Both women bled. Uh, Baker is just absolutely drenched in blood. She was um, cut open a like a fucking pig, bro. Rope through right. the ladder. Um, the ref keeps looking at Baker like he's going to stop the match. Uh, it's a lights out match. You're literally just <laughs> there to count the three. Shut the fuck up and stay out of the way. Um, they pull out thumbtacks. And at that point, I was just like, Jesus Christ, do we have to fucking do this? Like, do we need to do the fucking thumbtacks? They do. They do a power bomb into the thumbtacks. Um, Baker takes that um, and then kicks out, which was great. Uh, Baker applies her submission to Thunder Rosa in the thumbtack pile. Uh, oh my God. Rosa is able to get out. I, it is just really uncomfortable. Um, Thunder Driver through the table and Rosa wins. Uh, it's a brutal match. Listen. Um, Lots of respect to both women for being willing to do all this. Um, lots of respect for AEW to give them time uh, to do it. But, I mean, this is a pay-per-view match. Exactly. I was just going to say that. I was just going to... I kid you not. I was going to say that. I was I was, I was. was really going to say that. because, And I was also going to say, why the fuck were they booking this match now? On television, especially the way... Like, when was the last time you've seen two women bleed like fucking, especially Britt ba uh, Brit Baker? Like, I don't think I've ever seen that. I can't remember. Like, I don't believe I've ever seen that in any fucking promotion except for Japan. Because, you know, they bleed Not there, bro, apparently. Like, oh, yeah. And except for, look, 
I've never seen women bleed except for between their legs, I guess. You know what I mean? That's the only no offense. It's it's only it's only natural, yeah. I'm just saying. But anyway, um I've n I don't think I've ever seen it. Like have you? Like I I can't remember a time. Maybe an ECW. Never on then. free TV, anything even close to this. And even ECW, like I don't know. Like to me, the hardcore shit was the least interesting thing about ECW. ECW was cool because they had like real songs for entrances. Yeah, that was. They had believable. They had believable um, promos where people were saying "fuck" and "shit," "kick your ass" and stuff like that. Like that was what made ECW cool. Not not the ridiculousness that this match went into. And it's like I agree look i i like both of these women they're both really good wrestlers right and thank god thunder rosa was able to get a good spot after that fucking train wreck of a six man the other week but i'm watching this and i'm just like uh, is tk under the impression that people are gonna be are gonna be flipping through channels and just be like oh yeah i want to i want to watch this like i gotta be honest with you dude like as much as i like these two women and as much as i like the wrestling right. um i don't know like as the father of you know two little girls my reaction to this was i'm kind of glad the kids aren't here watching this right now and that's really not what you want a person in my demographic to be thinking as i'm watching your wrestling program i agree i mean especially with two women i mean it's it's crazy like it's like I said, bipolar in a way because it's kind of us backwards. But I assume this shit was planned for the, for the fucking for the blade jobs. You know what I mean? Like I said, I don't I'm get sure. it, man. It was a great match. Don't get me wrong; it was a bit uncomfortable, and it did get a lot of attention. So I'll give him that. Like it was kind of plastered everywhere. No pun intended. But uh. Mm. Is the rivalry really a blood rivalry though? Like, was it really that, like, personal? Because I didn't get that impression beforehand. Yeah, like you could tell that they were building to something, but again, if you're not building like this, to something, though, right? Build exactly. Yeah, not like build to a cage match, right? And then yeah. you know, if it keeps, if the rivalry keeps going after that, then maybe you can do something else, and maybe you can eventually lead to this, but. I don't know, man. Just on free TV, it, it seems out of place. Again, this is no disrespect to either Thunder Rosa or Britt Baker, who fucking brought it for this match, dude. Like, they both killed themselves for this match and, you know, thoroughly entertaining. But I don't know. Just something about it just seemed very off to me. And um, while I appreciated being entertained, um, the other thing that sort of stuck out to me is like, you did a kick out from a DVD, a Death Valley driver from the middle rope through a ladder. Right. I know. It's, it's... how the fuck. It, like next week, who who whoever starts the fucking show, what are they gonna have to do? Take out a fucking a revolver and shoot the motherfucker in the head to get a pin? I, like it would be huge. It'd be huge. Believe me, it would be huge. Like fuck. <laughs> it would be huge. fucking huge. When I say huge, it's going to be huge, okay? That's what you need. You need a fucking bazooka the week after and just to fucking and scream fucking li 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 and fucking, and it's all over, bro. Like, I mean, seriously, what are we getting this week? Is So we had St. Patrick's Day fucking, St. Patrick's Day fucking whatever. 
and now we're gonna have fucking drop bear mania like chlamydia fucking brawl yeah <laughs> chlamydia fucking brawl after that <laughs> then we're gonna get fucking uh hiv fucking the king of chlamydia <laughs> king of chlamydia yeah that's paper that's money bro but you know them they won't fucking put it on pay-per-view so that's not chlamydia money bro. get in oh or then maybe std bonanza you know what i mean like I mean, fucking seriously, man. I mean, or fucking STD Palooza, you know? Like, whatever the fucking case, man. It doesn't make sense. Like I said, I didn't realize it was a blood fucking rivalry. I didn't realize these bitches really hated each other like this. I mean, goddamn girls, come on, settle down. Or is it maybe because NWA is back? Are they back? Did that pay-per-view even happen? Because I'm sure it did, but uh, it's like... Yeah, no one gives a shit. Well, you know, if a pay-per-view happens in a forest and no one's around to watch it, did it really happen? <laughs> oh, uh, wait, is that true? Is that real? Is that for real in a forest? No, that's just, you know, the saying if a tree falls in the oh, forest. Oh, well, I was no going to say, because it. there was a pay-per-view in the forest, actually, Chris. There actually was. You know the fucking um... this is something in Japan. No, actually, it was in the U- <laughs> it was in the United States. As a matter of fact, so I believe it was at the Hardy Combat uh, Compound, man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. Talk Shop Mania. You know that one, The Good Brothers. Yeah. That was literally in like the bush. Like for real, I'm not kidding. In the bush. In the bush. We all like to be down in here. The bush. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm down for bush, just not that bush. You know what I mean? Not too bushy. But anyway, I'm just saying it uh, was a pay-per-view in the sticks, bro. So <laughs> if there's a pay-per-view in the sticks, anything's possible, my man. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right. Well, anyway, this uh, this episode of AEW Dynamite, like I said, it, it, I mean, they continue to be exactly what we keep saying that they are, which is bipolar. There's there's really really good stuff on here. The MJF promo's great. Um, yeah, what else here? Um, hmm. The main event is is intense. The they actually, you know, the tag match here between Mox Kingston and the Good Brothers told an actual story. Judge. Um, I liked Darby out you know saying that he wants you know to defend more often i like that but there's a lot of stuff on this show that was really bad too like the absolutely manically rushed promo that came after darby allen saying that he wants to defend the tnt championship oh look there's lance archer oh look there's taz oh look there's cage oh look he's gone now oh look there's scorpio like just way too much going on um i really did not like the 10-man match other than, you know, that fucking entrance song is a banger. What? Uh, what? Uh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. All right? Stop with that bullshit. You don't? I can no, sing I don't. it for no, you. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't mind me. I'll just put a song on right. Fucking meow. I'll just mute my fucking code. <laughs> anyway, bro, I don't know what you're talking about. But fucking fuck him. Fuck you. All right? And fuck this company. Because seriously... <laughs> 
Yeah, man. I mean, not fuck this company, but let's be real. Fucking, it's still better than what WWE is doing. I, I don't know if you watched the fucking, <laughs> did you see that fucking f- junky fucking make his appearance again in WWE just quietly? You know, the fiend, <laughs> the crack fiend. Nope. You didn't? Fuck the WWE. Please all I can say me. is you... after seeing pictures of what happened. Yeah, that's all I saw. I just, I just honestly, I was looking at it and I was like, why the fuck is Swamp Thing away from the green? Like he's not <laughs> going to be strong if he's away from the green. Isn't that the movie Swamp I, Thing? Like, just it? bad. I was like, what the fuck is this? Wasn't that Swamp what the movie man? was called back in the day? Yeah, Swamp, Swamp Thing. That's exactly what he is, bro. Actually, it's a good fucking call. Like, what the fuck was that? I know this is AEW fucking review, but. We just got to say, I mean, come on, dude. That, that, just bury the guy. I mean, he looks like he came out of the dirt. So fucking just bury him back in there. Fuck it, bro. He's done. He's stupid. Yeah, that is the most silliest thing. Yeah, put him back where he belongs. That's a shame that we say that because he's a lot more talented than that. Because fucking, where do you go from here? After that, we're going to have ghost fucking Wyatt. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he is ghost Wyatt. I, I, I I don't even know what the Who fuck knows? this is. Probably something like that. Well, anyway, fucking. All right. Well, is. anyway, fuck this fucking <laughs> show. Anyway, okay. So you know, thanks for listening. Uh, we love you. Uh, please listen to everything else on the Rational Rage. Everybody's doing great work out there. Um, you know, we've got uh, Homeboy eighty eight doing some great comedy stuff. Um, also, rapping on live stuff which was interesting this weekend i don't know what you're talking about i mean a fucking train wreck (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but uh yeah we've got jeff lipman we've got uh cage theory we've got everything jargo does um of course spiro the dawn spiro with his shows el capitan Um, you and me do the pws i sometimes do the far center i apologize to anybody waiting for a new episode yeah it's it's ruminating in my head but uh well i I just need to be in the right mental space to do that show and i just want to quickly say sorry for like if in case you guys have noticed shows have been kind of slow lately that's only because of my pc and i wasn't able to upload anything so expect everything to come back full steam ahead from today you know what i mean so from today onwards, expect a new episode from Homeboy, like you said. And Chris, just quietly, you're catching me heat with Homeboy. Because apparently, every time you you mention him, and apparently I don't. So, you know what, Homeboy? Yeah, we made you famous again, bro. All right? Fucking hell. I don't know how I get heat for this shit. But, because I get heat for apparently you mentioning him. So, it's like, okay. So, Homeboy, everybody, everybody, check out Homeboy's fucking podcast. The Homeboy 88 fucking podcast and there you go bro and not just that like you said before there's jargo's destino there's evil dose and his fucking um hammerlock hangover and the garden of doom and i'm sure there's more the cage theory and pwc whatever and i think that's about it man i'm sure there's more but i can't think of it right now but that was your aew dynamite review right here on the pwc Wednesday night skirmish, which is not really a Wednesday, but it doesn't matter because it is to us. And I think that's about it, man. That's Chris. Yeah. I'm Jimmy T. And we're out. Peace.
the Rational Rage Network. And he asked me how I feel. Good. You're, you're, we're, we're, like you're ready there. Like we're ready there. Tag team. How do you feel? Not good, Eddie. Mm. Not in a good mood. Okay. Not just because I got burned and lacerated. All that notwithstanding. Then I got handcuffed and beaten to a bloody pulp. You know, I'm not, not, not feeling too good. I should be on a beach in a hot tub right now, sipping a mai tai. But instead, I'm going to war again because it's time to take care of my real problem. You know, sometimes really you gotta step back, take a look, and fix the real problem. We know what that problem is, don't we? Those good brothers. Yeah, brother. Everybody loves the good brothers. Hey, who? Oh, they're such a good time. Everybody loves the good brothers, baby. I don't at all. I don't like them at all. And not just because I wasted my money on talking shop mania. I don't like them because they are cheap shot artists. I turn around this corner, there's Anderson and Gallows. I turn around this corner, there's Anderson and Gallows. Nobody wants to look at Gallows that much. No, no, no. I can't get his face out of my mind. His googly eyes. Ha, you it's look like, like that Forky dude from one of the Forky, yeah, series. it's like a kid in the arts and crafts day where they get the construction paper and they glue like the eyes, the wiggle, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? The wiggly That's eyes. what Gallows yeah, yeah, looks yeah, yeah. like. He's a wiggly eyed dude. But how about that other bald head? Split his forehead open. Okay, okay. Oh, Chad, too bad. Chad, too bad. Chad, too bad. Yeah, but now, but now he's a gangster though. Now, is he part of this club, right? This. Yeah, I seen that before somewhere. It was on TNT, like years ago, though. Years ago, I I don't know. I know, but you know what? I got you since you're in pain and you're angry. Now we're gonna get serious for a minute. We can joke around and make all these jokes and stuff. You guys are world champions and all over the world. But this ain't Tokyo. This ain't the impact zone. Nah, man, this is our place. This is our home. <laughs> and you know what, man? Let's be honest. I'm going to go a little fitty son here. They never popped nothing, never shot nothing. So stop front. Can we say bullet club on here? Or is it legal? Forbidden door. Yeah, forbidden door. I like that. Forbidden door. Forbidden door. But now since I use Fitty, I'm gonna use Pac right now. Real simple, boys. You guys are cowards. And the coward dies a thousand deaths, but men like me and Moxie, soldiers, we only died but once. See you out there. Out of the situation, no matter the opponent, they bust their ass more than anybody else on the card. They're called a workhorse. And if you've ever been inside a pro wrestling locker room, then you know. You know my reputation. I mean, John Moxley said it himself. He said he knew something about wrestling until he got in the ring with me. I make wrestling better. I make wrestlers level up. 
but I'm not a workhorse. I am the workhorse in professional wrestling. And if anybody's forgot about that the past seven years that I've been gone, the second I step foot in the ring in AEW, you're gonna remember pretty damn quick. It's also got me thinking I might have ruffled some feathers here on the way in. Great, the veteran with the big name is coming in to take our spot. Let me put your mind at ease. There's only one spot that interests me. And it's currently occupied by AEW World Heavyweight Champion, Kenny Omega. And speaking of Kenny, last weekend, Guy Mighty showed up and he scooped my tongue. That's the new champion just do it over the world. I think that's cool, I get it. But I wasn't mad because it gave me a chance to go out there and meet Kenny for the first time face to face and let him know, Kenny, as champ, you're on board. No, I get it. I need, I need to get some wins. I need to prove myself. But Kenny, I'll see you down the road. Trust me. Now your question: Why am I in AEW? It's simple. I'm in AEW to cement my legacy. I'm in AEW to put to action three simple words: out, work. here, Matt. I bet. I'm having vivid flashbacks. I'm remembering 2019, the first ever Fighter Fest. All the players are here, aren't they? Yeah, I remember you. You're from Remember you from the first ever Fighter Fest? What happened, guys, huh? What happened? I'm recalling three years ago when we all had a choice. Yeah, we all had a choice. 12-year friendship. Friendship. I would have liked to call that family. Would like to call that family. Huh? You guys are family men. You know what that's like? Three years ago, I had a choice. And what did I do? Did I choose to stay at my home with the people that loved me? With the people that I loved? With the fans that loved me? With the fans that I loved back? No! Did I go to greener pastures to New York? No! 
Where did I choose? <laughs> it's quite obvious, isn't it? I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, well, Kenny, you chose AEW. I never chose AEW. I chose you. I chose the Young Bucks. I chose the vision that we created three years ago to make this the best wrestling promotion on the planet. And rather than sit in the high school cafeteria with the cool kids and the captain of the football team, he chose Brandon Cutler. I choose you, and you never chose me back. And yeah, sure, maybe Mr. Callis can come off as a little abrasive. But I'm gonna give you guys, I'm gonna give you guys one more chance. One more chance. Toss it up. This is even out you of with control. Me? Out of control. Toss it up for the toss it up for the hard cam. Are you guys with me? It's now or never. It's now or never. Look. I may not agree with everything Don has said, but look at you guys. You have changed. You can't stand by your friend. You can't stand by your family. You chose him over me. Stand with me now. This is your last chance, Matt. The Young Bucks turning their back on yeah. Kenny Omega. Go be their cameraman. Yeah, carry their towels, carry their gear bags. We're done. We are done. We are done. Oh! <laughs> I think the champion's done. A statement there by the Lucha Bros. Come on back, Don. Kenny Omega got laid out, and Don Callis is hiding behind Rick Knox. Like the spineless coward that he is. Oh, here come the good brothers. Kenny's bleeding from the mouth here, guys. Yeah, poor guy. This thing went south in a hurry. Wow, did it ever. How's it feel to get bashed with a microphone, Kenny?
Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the PWC Presents the Wednesday Night Skirmish. Uh, I'm your host, Christopher Ams. That's A-M-B-S, like lambs with Noel or bullshit person in the morning. I'm here with my co-host, Jimmy T. Jimmy, how the fuck's Australia, mate? Hey, g'day, g'day. Yeah, no, it's good, man. It's cool, bro. It's, it's not hot anymore. Like I keep saying, I guess, the last couple of weeks. And it seems like I've, I've been sort of... Uh, What's the word? Fucking MIA, but I'm here today, if that, if that rhymes. And homeboy, I'm going to get you, boy. All right. <laughs> I'm going to get him. I just wanted to say it. I just have to give him a quick shout out. And I just want to say, from now on, he's Mouse Boy 88 for me. <laughs> All right. That's <laughs> just for the record. But yeah, I'm great. How's Canada, bro? I see you're, you're working on your house and shit, right? Yeah, man, it's good. I, uh, I finished up. I'm pretty much done the flooring. All that's left now is, like, uh, I gotta get some uh, some pieces that you set between the rooms, like just little uh, barrier pieces or whatever that go between the rooms. And uh, I basically just gotta install those and then put the molding and trim back on, and my house is good to go, man. Oh, man. Long, this is fucking, it's been a long fucking job. Well, fuck, man, when you were showing me before, like, how much you did on the floor just from one day, that's a good effort, dude, and you fucking did a great job, too, man. I mean, you seem to be, like, a jack-of-all-trades, like we say down here. Yeah, that's a that's a saying here, too, for sure. Oh, good, good. Uh, <laughs> jack-of-all-trades, master of none. That's uh, it. That's, <laughs> that's pretty accurate about me, dude. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, like... I can do a little bit of pretty much everything, but I can't do like major jobs. Do you know what I mean? Like if you, if you need help installing a toilet, I can probably do that. But if you need like your whole house to get plumbing, uh, don't fucking ask me, you know, if you, <laughs> no, fuck if, that. if you need your flooring done or you need the trim replaced or you need cupboards put in, I can do that shit, but maybe don't come to me if you need your whole fucking house built. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, I used to be in the building game years ago. Not anymore, but fucking... Yeah, yeah. I can fucking... I can do a bit of carpeting. I used to be a glazer, but... Doing plumbing, forget about it, bro. I wouldn't say I'm a jack-of-all-trades. No fucking way, man. I wish I did know a lot of things, though. Like, just in general. Because it's good to know that shit, man. Oh, yeah. But, fucking... Let's, let's get into fucking Dynamite. I mean... <laughs> what a show. All right. All right, man. Uh, well, it's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, so we start off the show, and we're starting off with Omega and Seidel. And I'm not sure why we're opening the show with our world champion having a wrestling match. But um, okay. Um, they start off with some arm work. Uh, that seems to be pretty popular for AEW matches. Um, they start off with arm drags, you know, sharing arm drags and then arm locks and then shoulder locks and then, you know, kind of, you know, go from there. It seems like I, I don't mind it because it's that, um, you know, it's like that uh, competition style, like it looks like a real fight kind of thing. But at the same time, I feel like maybe I've seen too much of the arm dragging opening from AEW. Oh. And at this point, I'm like, can we do something else? I agree, man. I mean, shit, that's pretty much how fucking every match starts in AEW, right? Arm drag. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Jericho would say back in the day in WCW, <laughs> arm drag. You know? 
arm drag. <laughs> but fuck yeah, it's, it's a good point though because I didn't think about it. But now that I think about it, it really does start with a fucking something like a a collar uh, a collar fucking arm and fucking lock up. Like it's just arm drag. Yeah, and again, like I, I don't mind it because I prefer that to like. You know, young bucks matches with start, which start with hurricane ranas and power bombs and spears and stuff. But like, um, I don't know. It's good to it's good to mix things up a little bit too. Maybe have somebody try to focus on the leg, or you know, <laughs> if you're gonna. The, the, here's the other thing that I sort of noticed was like, there's a lot of these matches that start off with arm work, right? And then right. there's lots of lots of arm focus in the matches, but then nobody during the finish you know, has anything to do with the arm, you know, like, um, right. to me, if you're going to work the arm so much, then the arm should play some part in the finish. And I don't necessarily mean that, you know, it should be a cross arm breaker for the finish, but, um, you know, maybe the guy goes to throw a clothesline and he can't get over to the pin fast enough because he's holding his arm or, right. he, you know, lifts the guy up for a move and then he can't because his arm hurts or something, you know, like just just play some kind of part later on. And a lot of times we have these these matches that start off with arm work and then they're focusing on the arm and focusing on the arm and focusing on the arm. And then the finish is just a power bomb clean into a pin. And you're like, right. what? What's the point of that? <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, and you need to use your arms for a power bomb, right? So... Yeah, it's weird, but you know what, man? It was a great match to start with, though. I mean, it pleasantly surprised me, but then again, I shouldn't be surprised when it involves my boy Kenny. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Seidel deserves a lot of a, a lot of credit for mm. the, for the way that this match came off too. He takes really entertaining bumps. He kind of reminds no me a little bit of like a Dolph Ziggler, but a little less, you know. A little less, I guess. No, that's no, just right. the right way. That's just the right way to put it. Dolph Ziggler is just kind of extra when he's taking bumps. Um, I agree. He definitely, actually, I never thought of him like that. But now that I think about it, he 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 takes bumps like Ziggler, definitely, one hundred percent. But he kind of reminds me of like a poor man's AJ as well. If that makes yeah, he's kind definitely of sense. got some of that. Yep. Yeah. So there was a really great. So there was a really great call here. Callus is on uh, is on commentary. Uh, as like a guest commentary, commentating spot, and um, uh, what's uh, fucking Excalibur uh, says something about how uh, oh Kenny seems like he's Kenny seems like he's he's maybe crazy maybe he should uh, maybe he should see someone and Callus <laughs> says and I quote you wear a mask even though you aren't wrestling you should see a therapist <laughs> about that and I just thought yes. Fuck yeah, go Winnipeg. <laughs> go Winnipeg. It's true, but man, what fucking commentator that's not wrestling wears a friggin' mask? Like seriously, I, I get know. it, I get it, but whatever, you know what I mean? Like what the fuck? And he fucking and he and he commentates like he's being serious, right? Like he's like he's a serious fucking announcer, yet he wears a mask. Yeah, and uh, you know what? Like his calls aren't aren't like they're not too bad. Like, no, it's, no, no, no. Like, me with like uh, I don't like him, but I don't like him for like nitpicky reasons. Right, right. Me I mean? too. Like it's not, it's not like I think he's a shit announcer. No, it's no, no, no. Pretty okay. It's just every time they show him, it's jarring because it's like, wait, why is why is like why is Rey Mysterio from England on commentary? <laughs> I don't understand. What? He's not from England, is he? 
No, but I'm just saying, like, he looks like a white dude in a fucking yeah, 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 lucha yeah. mask. And right, it's like, right. I don't, I, who is this guy and why does he fucking look like that? Well, I don't know if you realize or know this, but he was originally from PWC, so, and he's always wore the mask. Even when he was wrestling, he wore the same style mask and commentating with the same style fucking mask, so. Yeah, but look, he's got a great voice. I'll give him that. Like, he annoys the fuck out of me. Don't get me wrong. But like you said yourself, it's a nitpicky thing. But he's got a voice, man. He's got a good voice for it. He's just got to relax with his fucking tope suicida this and fucking fucking whatever fucking that. Fucking poco loco this and loco that. Like, come on, man. And why does he have to always do all these Spanish fucking terms? Like, we're not watching fucking AAA or fucking CMLL like or Crash. It's fucking AEW, man. <laughs> yeah, and you know the other thing is like that's a that's a nice little call. But the thing is, is that I get where they're going with it. I get that it's a nice little call to, you know, the hardcore fans of like, oh, you know, we see you guys, we know you're out there, and we know that right. you know what this move's really called. The problem is, again, like you know, when we started this, I I had sort of said like I'm gonna I'm going to approach this from the from the angle of a guy who sort of used to like wrestling and is more of a casual fan right right and from that level this shit that he says it kind of takes me out of the show because a lot of times i'm just like i don't know what the fuck he's talking about <laughs> and i love jr for that because he'll be like oh that's a that's a very intense dive there you know, he really <laughs> you really went at him but like you know fucking i, I keep wanting to say like El Generico or whatever, but it's not El Generico. What the fuck is his name? Excalibur. I, like the way that he'll say, like you know, uh, it's a it's a tope suicida hurricane rana el Plunger, lucha. Fucking yeah. Like you're like, what the fuck? What? What are you talking Dude, about? Yeah. Well, that's it's unnecessary. That's just me. You know what I mean? And even the hardcores, right? Come on, man. I consider myself a hardcore fan. Yeah, I know what he means. All right. But would most fucking Western hardcore fans be like, keeping up with AAA and CMLL? Sure, I'll watch it sometimes. But I'll be honest, I don't think, like, I don't really like it. I only watch it if there's certain wrestlers that are booked in the company. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. Otherwise, it's too, like, ridiculous sometimes for me. But I like their serious shit. I just feel sometimes a bit, you know, whack. But that's just me. Each to their own, I guess. You know what I mean? No, man, it's the same thing with me. Like, listen, like, I, I'm not, I, I like, I like when women's wrestling is done really well. Like, um, you know, a few years, it's been a few years now, but like when Bailey and Sasha were main oh. eventing in NXT, it was brilliant. I, like, I was watching that going like, man, like, this is cool. This is something I can honestly watch with my daughters, you know, oh, this for is sure, something man. I can get into with my kids. And, uh, you know, so I like women's wrestling when it's done properly. And you and I have raved about both Thunder Rosa and Serena oh, Deeb on this yeah. show, right? No like, doubt. We've both said how awesome those two are. Um, but, you know, if it just, if they do it way too ridiculous, like when they've got like Maki Ito, you know, throwing punches that look like, you know, a first week wrestling student would do better. You're like I can't I can't watch this I can't I can't take it seriously, um, I just don't get entertained by that kind of nonsense and in anything I don't get entertained by that kind of nonsense, so 
yeah, I get what you're saying about the lucha stuff. Like sometimes when they do it seriously, it can be a lot of fun and it can oh, be super sure. entertaining. But then when they're just doing like too much, it's and that's too the problem, much. too much. Yeah. Like literally, they yeah. they overdo it sometimes, and it's just like you just sort of like, what the fuck is this shit? You know what I mean? Sometimes, but yeah, I mean, but anyway, let's get into the match because. This was, like I said, it was an exciting match, man. And uh, Jesus Christ, even towards the end, that close finish, dude, with Seidel, I thought, fuck, was he... He he nearly had him. Was it a title match, by the way? I don't think it was, was it? No, they called it a title eliminator. So if Seidel would have won, he would have gotten a shot. But Okay. You know, but okay. So basically, yeah, there's some really entertaining stuff here. Seidel kicks out after two power bombs and a V-trigger successfully. That was pretty cool. Uh, he countered the first one-winged angel with a poison rana, which I think is a great counter to that move. That was a brilliant counter for um, sure. But he does succumb to the second one-winged angel attempt here, and uh, and that's it. It's a really good match. Um, I have nothing negative to say about the opening 15 minutes of this show. This was really, really no. good wrestling match to start. Agree, man. I was I was actually fully into it, man. I mean, it was obvious who was going to win. Let's be let's be real, but it was a it was a brilliant match, man. And I can't fault Kenny, dude. I mean, yeah, sure, Matt Seidel was just as much of a star in this match as Kenny was. But I mean, there's it's there's really a bad Kenny match, dude, for real. Like it's very rare, you know what I'm saying? And I think I'm starting to get into this hill persona a little bit now. I'm starting to like it, especially with what's going on with the Bucks. But we'll get into that later. But uh, I'm I'm enjoying it now. I'm starting to, you know what I'm saying? Yep. No, I agree. And again, like I, I, I think you're right. I think, um, I haven't seen like the Okada type match yet. Oh, you haven't. Okay. I, well, no. Like I, I, what I'm saying is like I haven't seen that level of match yet. Oh, yeah. yeah sorry, AEW. my bad. Right, right. But, but I, I haven't seen anything bad from Kenny either. Like I haven't seen a match from Kenny where I went. Oh, that was super fucking stupid. I can't fucking watch this shit. Like, it's not, he's not young bucks. Do you know what I mean? Oh, he's no, not that. no, he's, no. He sells he at makes, least, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he makes yeah. for really entertaining wrestling matches. He so. does, man. And you're I right. Feel like, I feel like he's one of these guys who gets too much love from the people that love him and too much hate <laughs> from the people that hate him almost. You There's know? no in between, dude. That's one thing I've noticed, man, for real. Because, you know me, I've been a staunch Kenny fan as long as you've known me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I always praise him, and yeah, he's working at AEW. He's not—he's nothing compared to his fucking New Japan run, obviously. But, and that's what's frustrating because a lot of people are like I don't get the hype. He's overrated, rah rah rah. It's like trust me, he's not. I don't know what why he does this shit. It's a long build up, but I think I'm starting to finally enjoy it. You know what I mean? Because his in ring work is not the issue. It's everything that comes outside of the, his in ring work that. That seems to bother everybody. Mm. But that's yeah. Kenny, man. That's Kenny. And you know what? I, I, I'm with you. I, I think I, I'm getting I'm getting more and more into the character and everything, too. So it's going good. Anyway, next up, we've got a segment where uh, it looks like it's going to be John Silver in the TNT Championship match, which I was happy about. I'm I'm always happy to see John Silver. I like the guy. Um, basically, they're doing the, they're doing like a fun little skit where a bunch of the guys from the Dark Order are are going to do um, like uh, trust falls, yeah. and they're they're mocking it like it's the like it's the coffin drop. So uh, <laughs> yeah. 
John Silver keeps avoiding it. And uh, um, yeah, it's pretty funny. Anyway, Hangman comes up at the end and he says, you know, no matter what happens, the group's going to be proud of you. Um, I thought that was a cool little little thing with Hangman. Um, I, I feel like they need to take a step with this, like this whole thing it needs to move forward somewhere i don't care where they go i don't care if it's hangman being a bad guy or if they're really gonna go with hangman as the leader or whatever it is but i just need them to take a step yeah you're right i mean it's it's kind of um i mean we've been in the same position for how long now chris probably over eight weeks at least right Mm -hmm. it definitely feels like it's been that long if it hasn't but it, it, it definitely feels like there's been no progression whatsoever with this storyline. It's just, you yeah, know, it's... Uh, Kenny's still not sure. And, you know, the, 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 they still love him, but Kenny's still not sure. And next week, you know, I mean, hangman. Make sure to, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Hangman. Yeah, make yeah. sure you tune in next week to, to see that, that hangman's still not sure. And they still love him. and make sure next week after the pay-per-view, you tune in for more of, hangman not being sure because it's just that's it's just repetitive it's the same fucking shit over and over and over again and that's the thing i feel like they're doing this to stall his his push if that makes any sense that's the conclusion i'm coming like up with because they don't want to they don't want to make him look weak which is great right mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like uh so where are you going with him i don't think they even, they're even sure where they're going to go with him so they're just leaving him where he's at just to buy time but they've already had so much fucking time but at the same time they want to push so many people you know you know what i mean and so look i I still believe and i've said this every time I i do not think hangman will end up joining i just don't think it's the right move for him yeah it'd be cool for a little bit but it'll wear off fast dude believe me on that like it it will you know and I just think, you know, just keep those boys to the side, like how they are. They're all a bunch of happy dudes. It looks, it looks like, which is great. I, I like them as people. I mean, I don't know them personally, obviously, but the fucking vibe I get, they all seem like a tight, like crew. Like, am I yeah. wrong in saying that? No, they do. They that's how it comes across for sure. And and I do, and I do want them to succeed. I mean, like, you know, a part of me wants them to succeed, but I also, I'm not an idiot. I mean. They're a bunch of jobbers, essentially, that's in the group. I mean, fuck. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that there's... I think that there's definitely room for John Silver, you know? Uh, oh, think, no, he's the breakout guy out of that group, 100%. Yeah, like, I feel like you could push him. Definitely. Um, I think Grayson's but, got a lot of potential too, dude. Grayson does. Um, he's got a really... He's got a unique look. Yeah, um, for sure. And he can work. You know, definitely he's, 100%. And he's tough, dude. He's actually tough. Yep. I just, I don't know. There's just, uh, again, I just need to see some kind of progression here already. They've, they've been in this same goofy, haha, you know, spot. And I just, way too I, long. Right. I'm tired of it. Anyway, speaking of Hangman, we're going to, we're going to move on here. Hangman has a match uh, next up against uh, Caesar Bononi. And, so when they did the, the the graphic for this match coming up next, they showed Caesar Bononi with uh, Ryan Nemeth and some fat guy right. who I don't recognize. Yeah, um, neither did I. Are, 
so I was really, really confused because when he came out, nobody was with him. It was just him by himself. And I was like, what are they? Is is this like another fucking stable? Like, oh, Jesus. I didn't like, think of it like that. But now that you bring it up, fuck. I mean, what's like, listen, again, Chris, like, why? You know what I mean? Like, why do we need this fucking shit? What are they trying to like? What are they getting at? I, I don't know. And it's like, as far as I'm concerned, like the only person who has any kind of a horse gimmick in this <laughs> company is uh, is Hangman. Right. right? He's got right, kind, right. Of a, kind of a horse gimmick. But yeah. it seems like everybody in the company should have a fucking horse gimmick because <laughs> all they have is stables. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're fucking right. It's spot on. I mean, look at the pinnacle even, dude. They've got a remix of the Horseman friggin' theme, for Christ's sake, from the, from WCW. Jesus. You know what I mean? So there's more horses over there too, dude. I mean, fuck. Yeah, I guess yep. I guess TK has, has got a thing for fucking horses, bro. He's got a thing for horses and stables and, <laughs> and groups. Stables and, and groups. And, and groups and stables. And gripes. And, and stables and... And circles and triangles. And, and... circles and triangles <laughs> and all kinds of... <laughs> nonsense anyway can i, say, can I um, say before we continue that he's illuminati confirmed oh is he yeah because of triangles oh yeah triangles. Yeah, see yep. what i did there <laughs> I, I, oh, I see what you did there um <laughs> anyway so uh benoni starts off overpowering hangman page needing to sort of out quick and outstrike him he gets a quick win with the buckshot but it does feel like they want to do something with Benoni, so do that's they? good. I mean, honestly, I think that's good. I think he's a talented guy, and I think he's got a good look. Um, he does, but Chris, do you ever see him win? No, and he's over six feet tall. Exactly, so I... thank you. It's true, though, dude. Yeah, you're right. They kind of make him look sort of strong, but then he's a big goof because these big guys can't fucking win. I mean, they keep yeah. proving us fucking right, man. I was saying that as a joke when I originally fucking said that, but Jesus Christ. Seriously, I mean, that's what's happening. Yeah. It's not funny anymore. <laughs> it's yeah, not, like, it's I'm not, it's you. not. Like, when we first started saying it, it was like, oh, that's funny, that's funny, you know. They're not yeah. that bad, but it's funny to say. And now it's like, no, they. this it's, is serious. Like, like really, what the really fuck happening. is happening with this company? Right. It's fucking weird, dude. But like I said, they just don't know. They want to push so many people... Yeah, they don't know what to do, but then they're booking fucking people like QT Marshall and Cody in a match for why? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so speaking of tall guys who can't get pushed, Lance Archer uh, oh, gets yeah. a, a backstage promo. Uh, he has the black bat in his hand, and uh, he says that uh, people need to pay attention to him or uh, they're going to get hurt. And then right. he uh, points the bat at the camera and he says, it's showtime. <laughs> So I guess he's feuding with Sting now. I'm not. Oof, that's sure. stupid, dude. And if that's the case, well, you know who's getting over in this fucking match, right? And you know what else confused me? Did he come across as a babyface in that promo, or my, or my tripping? I definitely got babyface, right? Babyface baby, <laughs> vibes out of him, but um, I, I don't know. I don't think they know what the fuck to do. They fucking, they're, they're really, like, one minute he's a heel, next thing you know it, he's a baby. Tonight, he fucking came across, like, 
he was a baby face. Uh, again, it, it wasn't a bad show, don't get me wrong, but now that we're breaking it down, it's fucking confusing, dude, as always, you know? Yep. No, exactly. Confusing is exactly what it is. Um, anyway, we're going to move on from the confusing mess and uh, go to the bloody mess as there's yes. a, a recap from the women's match last uh, last week. If you want to know what we thought of it, listen to the skirmish from last week. Um, basically, then we go with uh, Tony's on stage with Britt Baker. Uh, she's not impressed with the crowd. She says Rosa, Rosa should thank her for being remembered. Britt says everyone is talking about her and not Rosa. She doesn't care about other people's acceptance, blah, 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 blah. Th- this this promo probably went on a little too long. I like Britt Baker. I think she's getting better and better. Oh, but this promo was just 100. a little too long for me. It was like, okay, we get it. You're not impressed with people. You still want to remain a heel. You don't want people cheering you. We get it. Hey, look, I'll, I'll give credit where credit's due. I wasn't really a big fan of hers originally, but she has improved leaps and bounds since turning heel, dude. Like, she's she's starting to become as fucking weird as me saying this. I know Serena D would be a, would be a locker room sort of leader, but if you want to talk, like, other than Deep, and even maybe Thunder Rosa, I dare say fucking Big Baker is the fucking alpha fucking female, dude. Yeah, I think she's right up there. I think she's one of the top two or three women in the company at Definitely. this point. And good for her. Like, no, really, no doubt. it's awesome to see. Good on her, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, we go uh, backstage now, and it's uh, Christian. He's chilling with the Hollywood Blondes and Dante from Top Flight. He seems to be giving them some some kind of advice. Uh, <laughs> he seems to be giving them some advice. <laughs> You're right. Um, Chris, uh, Kazarian walks up and he wants to know when Christian's going to start quote unquote working. He says next week they can be opponents. Uh, it should be a good match. I didn't like this promo though. Yeah, oh, it was fucking dumb, dude. Flat. I'm sure. Just a sec. Sorry, just a second. Who is that? He's doing the fucking. <laughs> Someone was beeping. D. At his joint. Now. Anyway, so the, there's just this little promo or whatever, and I, me personally, I just I was underwhelmed with this whole thing between Kazarian and Christian. I thought it was really ham-fisted, and it just didn't feel like either guys, like either one of these guys, were really on time with anything. Like I'll it take... just seemed like there was a weird chemistry there that did not work at all. Well, first of all, what I you're spot on because I thought it was fucking dumb. Actually, this promo. I'll tell you why I thought it was dumb because this is what I gathered from it. Did you notice the stupid joke that Kazarian said at the end? Where he goes, oh, you don't work on Mondays anymore, true? Like, like almost trying to like, give him shit. Yeah. Right? But but how dumb is that when you don't work on Mondays? So you're trying to say that AEW is like second class? I know. It came across weird. Yeah. And also, it's like, Kazarian, you've never worked a Monday. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so he basically buried not only Christian, but he buried AEW as a company and himself, essentially. And I think yeah. Christian sort of was taken aback by it, like a little bit, because he just looked at him like, what? That was fucking dumb. <laughs> like, that was just dumb. And that's how I felt. I'm like, that was the dumbest shit I ever heard, because that was just dumb. And it just ended after that, and I don't blame him. I get the joke with his T-shirt, you know, outwork anybody, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously it's becoming a little fucking ha-ha sort of thing, because it's, it's like they're not alluding to the ring, clearly. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? But... um. 
Yeah, it was weird, man. But I'd say one thing, right? Other than that promo, I feel like Christian does come across as a big deal, though, in um, AEW. Yeah, give me a sec. Sorry. No probs, no probs. All right, anyway, so uh, neither one of us liked the, Christ liked the uh, work between Christian oh, yeah. and Kazarian here. Right. I, I think they'll probably have a good match. Um, anyway, uh, he was giving uh, the Blondes and Dante uh, some advice on what to do in their, in their match as they have a, a match against FTR and Spears. So the, the pinnacle is in in-ring action uh, for the first time. Uh, the faces start off pretty good. Uh, they're definitely in control. They're doing quick tags. Um, they're they're really dominant in the first couple of minutes of this match, and then the the heels powder out to regroup. They go to a picture in picture, um, and I I don't I try not to pay attention to the picture in picture because I just kind of feel like. I don't know. This is a moment to fast forward. I, I've just always sort of think, thought that. I think I'll always think that about the picture in picture stuff. Maybe I should have paid closer attention because when they came back to the match, it was like 30 seconds and then Spears won with his <laughs> DVD. So it was like, well, okay, I don't know. The faces were in charge and then we came back and then right away the heels win. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I've never, I don't think I've ever brought this up to you because clearly, like, you watched it. Is it on Sportsnet? Is that what it was? Oh, no, TSN. It's on TSN uh, in Canada, yeah, it's right? Yeah, TSN. Yeah. All right. Um, what was going to say, I watch it. I've got a Fight TV uh, subscription, right? Because for whatever reason, no no Australian cable company has actually picked up AEW yet, right? So for us to watch it, we have to sign up to Fight TV. It's only like seven bucks a month, literally, and you get all of Dynamite. You get it live and whatnot, right? But the cool thing about the Fight TV feed you don't get no commercials basically right it's just so when it's picture to picture it's not picture to picture for me you're actually hearing the commentators still and that's when the commentators are at oh, okay. their best dude actually i want to say that's when they're talking real shit like which is fucking funny so you don't hear it on the actual tnt or tsn feed or whatever feed around the world right you're only seeing picture to picture and not hearing anything but with me you actually get to hear everything and it's fucking funny because um and when I, when AEW Dynamite first started, they used to give you Easter eggs, so shit would go on past. So when it finished, it would continue, and you would get some promo. So everyone that's tuning in on TNT and whatnot would not be seeing this, but I'm getting all this bonus shit live, which was great. But oh, now, yeah. yeah, but now unfortunately, they've kind of stopped that, right? But I, but the picture in picture stuff, the bonuses, the commentators, they they take the piss, bro, like. When I say take the piss, like that is the time to like hear him because they just they'll say, "Oh, we're going to break," and then they're like, "Well, we're we're still here for the fight TV people and whatnot." But they just let their hair down, and it's fucking funny, dude. So <laughs> that's the one thing I do appreciate about the fight TV fucking feed, and it's only seven bucks a month anyway. It's pretty cheap, so why not? You know, I'll give him fucking money. Not that TK needs it, but. Do something about it, TK. Get fucking around the world more, you jongos. But even then, I'd still stick to Fight TV. Yeah, I mean, listen, you, you know, he could probably sign, um, you know, someone really important from Australia, and then, uh, and then you could get, you know, maybe, maybe then some Australian sports channels would want to tune in. Like, uh, let, I don't know, who's, who's who? Who are some really good wrestlers from Australia, Jimmy? What? <laughs> 
Well, do what well, current fucking in in actual the big company Billy K. That's who he should sign. Are you if he signed me again, if he signed the goat, the Australian goat, Billy K. And then and then I'm sure the Australian uh, market would open up for him. <laughs> Let me first of all, I want to say something. As a person that's born and bred here, right? When when WWE do come to town, for example, and when Billy K. is around, would you believe they get booed out of the building? I would believe it. I yeah, swear I would be to pretty God. fucking embarrassed. I am not fucking kidding, man. It is dead set true, dude. I mean, booed out of the building, right? You know, look, man, even though I've said this a million times, and it's probably pretty arrogant of me to say this, but in a weird way, I've always felt like I'm, I'm the most knowledgeable fucking fan in Australia for whatever reason, yeah? I can't take Australian wrestling fans too serious, right? For I, I don't know why. I just, yeah. I just feel like they're all fucking weirdos. I don't, I don't know, dude. Right? That's just how I feel, right? I hope, hopefully, my fellow fucking Australians don't fucking give me shit about it. But it is what it is, right? That's just how I feel. I mean, I gotta say, man, all the Australian wrestling fans I know are fucking big weirdos. There you go, including me, right? True, true, Chris. True. Nah. <laughs> you're the, you're the only one I know, man. So I was just. Dissing. Am I really? Uh, Am I the only Australian you know? Oh, cool. I think you should feel privileged, you're only, Chris. You're the only like wrestling <laughs> fan I know from Australia. Yeah. Wow. Like, well, there you go. See, you, you don't know. That's my point. Like, you don't really see them, and, and if they do, when they when they are around, they're generally fucking dumb, dude. Like, in my opinion, that's just so I sort of perform a bit, and they embarrass me, right? So that's why, <laughs> I, yeah, it's true, dude. Like, I really felt that way. So my point is. Even those guys, those types, are still booing them out of the building, dude. <laughs> so, like, what, should, what does that tell you? You know what I mean? Like, for real, like, like, fuck them. Like, people, I guess, at the end of the day, dumb or not, right? Knowledgeable or not. I guess we appreciate, like, the Australian culture is more appreciating hard worker. And I'm not talking about just in professional wrestling. I mean, just in general. In like, general, yeah. A hard worker that fucking puts their bodies on the line and... And he's willing to do whatever, right? I mean, come on, Billy K, really? Like, so, so definitely not Billy K. Okay, no, I fuck that shit. And AEW should sign a couple of Australians. There are a few like good Australian workers. You know what my problem is, man? They look too Australian. A lot of them, some of them. You know that blonde hair, fucking white meat, fucking look like strippers type of thing or surfer dudes. <laughs> Get my drift, dude. Like, I fucking like hate. Yeah, I get you. Emma's a lot better than you think, dude. She's gone backwards, though, for whatever reason, bro. I, I can't explain it, but if you go back to her NXT days, was she really that fucking bad? Let's be real. No, I liked Emma. She was uh, good, I really, dude. Really, She's I a really, great really worker. I really liked her, her goofy, you know, out of <sighs> yeah, fish out of water be. type character. That's I liked it. I don't care. I, I, I thought she was great. I Like, honestly, I think Emma's one of these characters that, like, gets a lot of shit from people. I actually liked Emma, like, I don't care. Fuck you. I, I like Emma. I think she's gone backwards now. I don't know why, but FYI, Chris, all right? You know who trained her and where they, he she got trained, right? <laughs> yes, I, I'm aware. Yeah. It well, was, uh, so whose fault is this? Uh, if she's you know, a fucking shit bitch. could just be serious for a minute. Exactly. And what country is he from, Chris? <laughs> he is the pride of Canada. Well, so whose fault is fucking... If Emma sucks so bad, then whose fucking fault is this? <laughs> I blame you fucking Canucks, bro. You fucking trained her. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they can't all be they can't all be hits. You know, you're gonna have some misses. I mean, Look, you know, but, keep but in, in mind what's his, what's what's his name from Breezango? Tyler Breeze is Canadian too. He's so. good though, dude. But the thing I knew that, and I think he's a great worker. He's just not given that opportunity to really shine. Because I'll be honest with you, dude. I was a fan of Prince Pretty when he was first around with that hillish sort of in NXT when he was in the main event picture. I yep. think he was great. And really, I wouldn't be into that, that type of character, right? But for some reason, he grew on me and I kind of got it. I liked it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was pretty, he's pretty, he's a tough guy, dude. You know what I mean? He's yeah. actually pretty like snug with his, with the way he works, you know? But yeah, WB fuck everything up anyway. You know what I mean? Even Fandango, dude. Fandango is a fucking talented motherfucker, dude. I just don't understand. He's huge too, man. He's massive, Holy shit. dude. See him on NXT, it's like, he's how massive. fucking big is this guy? Dude, I, that's what fucking, and that's what's bad, dude. Does that not expose the fucking talent over there? Because let's be real, and we've spoken about this before, but when fucking, uh, what's his name? Fucking uh, Van Dango, Fandango, sorry, is on the main roster. He does, he's like one of the smallest dudes. But in NXT, yep. the fucking dude's a fucking giant, bro. Not only a giant, but he's fucking massive, like wide. And it's like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Are they really that small in NXT? Like, fuck. Like, they should be pushing him, man, big time as a single star, in my opinion, you know? Because he would fucking look great and yeah. destroy everyone. Just by sheer size. Yeah, absolutely. But I absolutely, forgot. man. Maybe if you're big over in WWE or in NXT, you don't get over there over there either. <laughs> Yeah, NXT is starting to take the the AW approach. They are, if you're they are. Six feet, you can't get pushed. And in my uh, opinion, just give Killer Cross the fucking belt by now, and just let him just keep it five years. Like, come on, man. I mean, honestly, he needs to debut on the like he needs to debut on the main roster. Yeah, I agree. He should never been on NXT. I like, agree, bro. Fuck this garbage. Yeah, I agree, man. And that's why I was surprised that he actually chose to go there. Because I would have felt he would have been a bit paranoid because he's one of those guys that's very protective of his character, dude. Like, big time. You yeah, know well, I mean? he gets it. Like, he, oh, he understands wrestling on a level that I think a lot of people don't. Up here, bro. He gets yep. wrestling from up here, which today's fucking generation just don't. Like you said, that's a throwback to your Jake the Snakes or even Scott Halls, who had the fucking brains for professional wrestling, knew how to fucking... He, they could tell you how to work and they'll be right. Even though they had their own demons, that's what held them back. But when it comes to fucking their knowledge and just their IQ, their wrestling IQ, it's hard to beat. You know what I'm saying? And he's one of those guys who in this, in today's fucking era, there's, I can only name maybe three. And if that, you know what I mean? That, that's, that really thinks that deep. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's let's stop talking about Killer Cross because it's going to make me upset that he's true, not true. on this show. Right. Um, I agree. Uh, anyway, uh, coming up next, we've got somebody who really doesn't think the game like Jake the Snake Robert or uh, <laughs> or like Killer Cross. It's Taz. He says <laughs> okay. uh, everything is good with Team Taz. Um, really. He says, you know, everybody's good, right? You know, Hook, you're good. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, Starks, you're good. Uh huh. And he made a big smile. And then he said, Cage, we're good. And then Cage said, um, Who better? Which, uh, my. Who better my than Canyon? 
my four-year-old literally was watching at the time. My four-year-old Freya. She looks at me. And she She's goes, a character. He just said blah blah blah, and I was like, <laughs> "Yes, he did." <laughs> She's fucking funny, bro. Seriously, I- I'm pretty sure I've told you the story where where you you <laughs> your kids were running amok, bro. Right, and uh, you walked off right as we were recording, and then Freya came to me like while you were trying to attend to your girls. She somehow. <laughs> sneaked yeah. from the back and then just came to me and put the headset on started talking to me i'm like can you hear me <laughs> she's like yeah like she's nodding your head right i'm like oh it's funny right and then you came back you're like what the hell like how the <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> that's fucking hilarious so she she really she really makes me laugh man freya's a fucking character bro I, and you know what else is funny bro i just want to say your kids so look like you man it's ridiculous <laughs> i'm serious Thanks, man they're little fucking they're little chris they're little fucking chris's bro like it's, it blows my Thanks. mind, like how much they look like you, man. For real. Yeah. They're mini like, pieces. <laughs> they are miniature me's, especially <laughs> especially Freya. Arya Arya actually looks a lot more like her mom. I still um, think she looks Freya, like you too, though. But Freya is yeah, she does. twin twin does. to you. But bro. if you put but if you put a picture of Freya next to me at four, you'd yeah, think it's we buzzed were out. Twins. I can see your face like straight away, bro. Like she's literally got your face. Like <laughs> it, it's <laughs> funny, bro. Like it. And she's, but she's cheeky too. Like, that's why I laugh because I can see you in her, right? And it's just, you know, you've yeah. got that little cheekiness about you too. You know, like, you're one of those, she's a you bit know, of a smart ass. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, see, little Chris, bro. <laughs> you're definitely a smart ass, bro. She's sharp what? as well. She seems super sharp too. You've never actually yeah. like, yeah, she's sharp. Yeah, definitely. Well, she had smart Chris. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> hey, fuck you, man. I'm just she saying. Past me, it's not the same thing, <laughs> bro. She, she jumped on the mic and all, like she was full on. She was ready to do the show with me. And I'm like, that's funny. I'm like, where's your dad? <laughs> that's good. Oh, so man. ever since that day, bro, I'm like, what a what a what a cool like little girl, man. Thanks, man. Oh, for um, real. Anyway, talk, talk. Getting back to Team Taz, um, I just have written down here. This is stupid. Like, do something already. Like. Do anything, like any fucking thing. Do something. What the fuck is this group? Can I say also, did they, did they, did have they turned now to ba- to babies as well? I don't think so. I think they're still heels, but they're so fucking inept at everything. Yeah. It's like who even cares what you are? <laughs> no, because you know. didn't whoever was in the ring at the time brought up Team Taz, and then they went to Team Taz, right? And fucking and and what's his name? That big goof that fucking that's on the B twelve fucking hormones and all that shit. That guy, you know, yeah. you know, Schmeier Schmage, Schmeier Schmage, right? Because there's too many cages. It seems already, right? Boy, did his height be fuck? Was his height exposed or what? That awkward moment when Hook was fucking taller than everybody else, dude. Like what the fuck? Especially he was fucking kid, short, he's bro. Taller than everyone. Yeah, he, he he really he, he's much taller than his daddy. But you know yeah. what, Chris? At least his dad, even though he was fucking four for nothing, you believed he was a killer, bro. Because Taz was yep. a killer, bro. You know what I mean? He made up for it, but just but just his presence and aura. You know, this idiot Brian, uh, oops, Schmein Schmage, right? Is <laughs> <laughs> just a goof. You know what I mean? Like, I can't take him seriously. I don't care how big your pecs are, bruh. I don't care how much you bench, bruh. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't care, bro. And I heard he's fucking got bad protein farts for whatever fucking... <laughs> I'm serious. I've actually heard that, right? 
So stay away right. from fucking Schmage. Schmein Schmage. Schmein Schmage. I really don't think he's that talented, man. Maybe I'm just a... I don't know. I just think he's yeah. a talented fucking big for nothing, short-ass motherfucker, bro. I think he's a really good example of, you know, booking being the end-all be-all in professional wrestling. And, like, you know, if you book him, like, if you booked him strong, you could take Brian Cage seriously because he looks like a fucking killer. He he does. He does. No, you're right. But, you know, tonight John Silver got near falls. Like, we'll we'll get into it. But he got near falls on Darby Allin where it was (laughs) one, two – two and three quarters and he kicks and out. it was a pretty even match. Brian cage couldn't get a two count in a match <laughs> against darby allen that you, i can't forget that i can't just ignore that to me it's like okay well fuck this guy hey and that was officially when he was done and dusted chris and we were both saying that then after that i could never take him seriously and it even it goes beyond that for me even before that but that officially was the time where you're just a fucking just shit I, I can't take you fucking seriously because he, Darby Allen made him look like a fucking goose and John Silver fucking like and John Silver gave Darby Allen a fucking great match you know what I'm saying and we'll get into that but my point is when a guy looks four foot nothing compared to a guy that's five foot nothing and looks like a brick shit else right uh-huh. there's something wrong there <laughs> Yeah, well, when you outweigh somebody by 100 pounds and you still can't get a two count, I mean, literally just a two count. Against a small, skinny dude. Like, Yeah, like if Darby Allen still wound up finding a way to win the match against Brian Cage, you can book it in a way that it's like, okay, you know, Cage still looked really strong. Right. You know, whatever, whatever. There was a distraction. Maybe the the bubbles got in his eye or something (laughs) that got ruled up. Fine, you can can figure something out. Right. Um, But to just have this like straight up match between the two of them for the most part and have Brian cage do like, you know, a power bomb from the top ropes onto him, and then still a one count. You're like, get the fuck out of here. Like, right. That's true. And there's the problem with AEW as a company. Their booking is kind of weird, dude. Like they book shit like wrong, man. Like when I say wrong, it's not the rest's fault, man, because they book, people and they book people to get over against guys that they really probably shouldn't be getting over but they are and it's like and then they confuse they sit there oh man but how are we gonna like protect this guy and that guy you fucking idiots why are you making matchups like that that don't make sense for the little guy to always be beating the big guy like yep absolutely well speaking of matchups that don't make any fucking sense qt marshall is up for an interview um, QT God Marshall is it, frustrated, man. Jimmy. Oh um, yeah, he says that I felt but, it, bro. But but he says but he says you know Cody taught me the value of doing hard work. Of course like, he did, what? bro. Cody's thought... thirty years old. He hasn't taught anyone anything except how to do TikTok. Fuck off. He taught you the value of hard work. <laughs> and if just Cody quietly. Rhodes taught you the value of hard work you're a grown-ass man where the fuck was your dad where was your uncle where was your fucking mom's where was your mom's fuck buddy for fuck's sake like somebody should have taught you the value of hard work before oh, cody fucking Rhodes. you're a grown-ass man and i just want to touch one thing since when did cody fucking work hard for anything this guy was spoiled from the day he was born he was born in a fucking millionaire fucking family i'm sure he had a lot of privilege right yeah come on 
I mean, no, look, let me tell you that. He works hard, don't get me wrong, right? But you get my drift. And one other thing. Do you know who Cutie Marshall is in the back, dude? Do you know what his job is? He's like a... I don't know. No, He's the I head trainer. Know. He's the head trainer for fucking AEW, yeah? The head trainer. He's the one that fucking trains fucking professional wrestlers, yeah? So who's the one fucking... So now you're telling me Cutie Marshall is taking advice off Cody? Like... And and, and yeah. why would anybody be taking QT Marshall's advice? Who the fuck is QT Marshall? Yeah, what look, has he's, he ever done in professional wrestling? Yeah, he's, he's nothing. He was in Ring of Honor. He's been a few indie fucking here and there. But look, I heard from what he does in the back, he's pretty good. Good on him, right? You don't have to be like a, a well-known professional wrestler or in any combat sport for that matter to be a good trainer. I mean, let's be real, you know? But in saying that, I didn't believe a word he's, that came out of his fucking mouth. None. Like, he didn't believe a word that came out of his mouth. You could see it. There was no fucking emotion, dude. So how the fuck am I supposed to, like, believe and take this idiot, QT, named after a QT, and has the gimmick of an apple because he's from the Big Apple? <laughs> like, ooh, that's cool. That's huge, like you would say, right? <laughs> I love that scene, bro. By the way, but I'm anyway, gonna, I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna my my character is gonna come out with a glass of water because I'm from the <laughs> lake. <laughs> right, that's basically right, and I'm gonna come out with a fucking boomerang. He's fucking. And I'll be labelled as a racist for doing that. Actually, I better not do that. Just quietly, but you get my point, right? So oh, I'll just be throwing up a boomerang, and because I'm from Australia, right? Because you know, this be stereotypical. That's just I'll, dumb. I'll do. You know what? If I ever go to Japan, you know, if, if I ever become a wrestler, I'm gonna go go to Japan and I'm gonna do like the mist gimmick, but it's gonna oh, be shit. maple syrup. That's <laughs> that's gonna be my gimmick. <laughs> oh shit! Hey, that's original though. At least that's that's never been done before, bro. I I don't believe any Canadian wrestler has actually thought of that, bro. That's fucking brilliant, dude. That's that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Oh my! That would get over, dude. That would be you'd be a megastar in Canada for that. Everybody would be cheering, maple syrup. Like I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling yeah. that that would be huge. That would be huge, <laughs> dude. The more you say that, I'm fucking always saying it now, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Off the air, I keep fucking saying that. That's huge, and I'm fucking every time I hear it more. And also cool and cool. There. <laughs> But Hedge is fucking, he's fucking too good. But that would be mega over, dude. Oh. You hear that, people? That's copyrighted for him. No one take that fucking we're, shit. We're literally booking better stuff than AEW. Right. Just fucking around. It's, it's just fucking around, literally. But fucking spitting, like spraying instead of the mist and it's maple syrup. Dude, <laughs> that's it, man. I'm buying it. I'm buying the shirt. Bro, straight off the bat. That would be uh... awesome. You know what? And I'll be, and if we're a tag team, Chris, I'll be spraying out Vegemite because everybody Vegemite. will be spraying yes. Vegemite. Because that <laughs> shit is just foul, bro. <laughs> I'm it's sure you would want to spray it too. But maple syrup uh, is nice. Terrible. But that's terrible. But since we're in a world of there's be stereotypes, fuck it. Why not do that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> but anyway. Absolutely. All right. Anyway, um, Cody Rhodes comes out with his arm in a sling. And he Ugh. has his serious face on, um, you know. He doesn't. I don't. I don't want to do this, QT. I, you know, we're friends, 
and I want to stay friends and we you know it means something to me when I blah blah fucking blah 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 yeah, blah, blah. we're gonna have a match I don't know like honestly this storyline this storyline Jimmy makes me think less of Cody Rhodes like it makes me wonder like is Cody Rhodes actually a top guy if he's feuding with fucking QT Marshall dude first of all why does he keep switching from feud to feud every week like and you're right it is he's going backwards by like who's being elevated unless QT fucking goes over you know what there might be a chance because he's selling the fucking shoulder let's be real right Dude, even if he goes over, I don't care. I don't know. I know, who but this that's it. Guy is. it. He's already 35, 40 years old. Yeah, I think like, he's in his 40s, don't yeah. Care. Don't have a fucking future in professional wrestling. Yeah, like that. right. So who's the. Like, who and does you're it benefit? Not, like, honestly, like, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Jimmy. Until he was on AEW, I had only seen, like, maybe one video of Eddie Kingston. Only one video of Eddie Kingston. And I thought, okay, yeah, he looks pretty good. But, like, he got over instantly because when he started talking, you were like, holy shit, this fucking guy, man. Let's right. see what this guy can do, right? QT Marshall, every single time he talks, I just want to fucking shoot <laughs> myself so that I never have to hear him again. Like, well, fuck this guy. What's his gimmick, Chris? Like, really, he's just every Joe Blow off the street. He's just a normal-looking dude. There's nothing that he's striking about him, bro. Like, like yeah, really? He's like... You know how like Lance, you know how Lance Storm's gimmick was that he was boring. Like it was his yeah, gimmick. Yeah, but that, that was his gimmick. Boring. But he had yeah. charisma though. Still, he was, was so a big charismatic. Fan. He fucking he could was. Be he boring really was. and right. get it over. Exactly. This guy yeah. is trying to be charismatic, and he's fucking boring. It's yeah, like I don't so give true. a fuck what QT Marshall is doing or saying or it's thinking. It's true. <laughs> like, and Storm, fuck. fucking, you're spot on about Lance Storm, man. I was a huge fan of his even back in the ECW in the ECW days, right? And he's true, man. He got a fucking, the boring gimmick over. If I could be serious for a minute, you know what I mean? And the more the crowd will fucking jump on him, you know what I mean? The more he'll be like, I just want to say, you know what used to pop me about him, dude? Like, remember how he renamed all the WCW bouts that he had at the time? Oh, dude. The Saskatchewan. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) I was, see, you read my mind, bro. I was just about to say that. That's what I wanted to get at. That shit popped me back then, dude. And that used to drive the crowd nuts. It'd be a frenzy. Even here, when I went to Nitro back in the day, and he was doing that shit, the heat he was getting here, bro. Like, I mean, everyone was going, you are a wanker, like, to him. And he'd be like, silence, shut up. Like, you know, he's starting to get real fucking... The point is, right, hate him or love him. Lance Storm's a fucking legend. He got a boring gimmick fucking over. I believe... (laughs) Nobody has ever fucking gotten a boring gimmick over. That's charisma. Oh, sorry, charisma. All right, because it really is. Whereas Cudi is trying to take himself, takes himself too serious. Yet he's got no, like, uh, he's got no expressions. He's expressionless. It's just like he's talking. He's just talking. But he doesn't even believe. It's not believable. Yeah, but even he's not believing what he's saying. Cause he's not putting any passion like dude put some oomph into it man make me fucking believe what you're saying make me be interested in this match because otherwise the way this match end i mean the match the way the segment ended right i felt that they were both confused by the end of it yep 
that's what that's it felt exactly like. How it come across? It came right. across like, did someone forget their line? Yeah, like, that's what it like, fucking. That's what it seemed like. And it was like, what just fucking just happened? And even Tony was like, yeah, yeah, just sort of trying to cover up for him. And I'm like, that was weird, dude. Like, whatever, man. I mean, again, they just go in this weird loop. Cody doesn't know what the fuck he's doing since he booked himself in this position by not being able to go for the world title. Right? That's why he's yeah. in this loop. But it's professional wrestling, Cody. Fuck it. By now, just fucking pretend you fucking, there was a fucking glitch. I don't fucking know. They still can't figure out this loophole for him to get out of it. I mean, it, it's it's stupid. Anyway, this thing with QT Marshall, it comes across a lot as like, um, it comes across a lot as somebody trying to get their friend over who just yeah. isn't going to get over. I don't, <laughs> like, he's not going to get over. This is not like, like, I'm sorry. There are certain no, people that just, yeah, you right. can do certain things with certain people and you can't do certain things with other people, right? Like, dude, like, if if I wanted to like if I wanted to make some hip hop music, I, I know like okay I could I could do something with Jimmy like Jimmy does a lot of production you know shout outs right. to Jimmy by the way thank you, you. Um, yeah, that's your weird. beats are fucking awesome right <laughs> oh, thank you bro I appreciate that dude's a great producer right so like if you want to do hip hop you can do something with Jimmy right but like if I want to if it, but if I'm like if I'm trying to figure out like okay. Um, I'm going to do a, a sprinting. I'm going to get into sprinting. You're not the guy I fucking call for that. Definitely not. You know what I mean? Like, QT Marshall, QT Marshall, he, I'm sure he's good for things. I'm not uh, saying he's not good for right, anything. I'm not saying, right. you know, I'm not saying he should kill himself. I'm just saying, like, maybe he's not going to be a professional wrestler, you know, in a big way. And that's okay. He can that's he fine, just right. be He shouldn't even in be back. in this position anyway. He's really... Well, anyway, speaking of people trying to get their friends over, up next we've got the Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid versus the Young Bucks and that superstar that we've all been waiting to see more of, Bonnie. Brandon Cutlet. <laughs> Cutlet, yeah. Fucking hell, is he the most biggest... <laughs> I hate to say it, man, but sorry. If this guy was at my high school, he would have been getting slapped across the head every day. Just by the way he looks. I'm sorry. I mean... It is what it is, right? And he comes to the ring where, like, is it a is it a dragon mask? Is that is what it, it is? It is it a reptilian mask? Is it maybe it is a reptilian? Oh, I don't even know what the fuck it is, dude. Look, that's what is a Barney mask. Is it it's Toronto Raptor mask? <laughs> I mean, fuck. Shoutouts to the six. Right, shoutouts to fucking to the six in Toronto. So. Like, seriously, are they not valid fucking options? We could go so many ways. So what the I, fuck is honestly, he? Honestly, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I do know that uh, Matt Buck, uh, his wife and his kids are right. ringside. And this upset me, Jimmy, because, like, you know me pretty well. Like, you know I'm a pretty good dude. Like, I, you know I like kids. Oh, you're an asshole. Like nah. kids. You're, you're awesome, I dude. like oh, yeah. kids. Right. But, like... Honestly, this was maybe the first time in my life that I was just like, I don't care. Fuck them kids. Fuck his <laughs> wife. Fuck fuck everything about this fucking family. I don't give a fuck. Like, I, honestly, I, I was don't like, blame oh, you. Matt's wife and kids are here. Fuck them kids. Well, first uh, of all, <laughs> was that the first time you ever seen his wife and kids? Yeah. yeah. Well, get this, dude. In the past, you would see him every fucking week, all right? I've seen those kids and family over and over, even in Japan. You see him a lot, put it that way, right? And so this is nothing new. So yeah, fuck him anyway. I mean, Jesus, big fuck. 
You know what I mean? These yeah. fucking bucks, man, they're getting worse and worse. <laughs> what can I say? And cuddle it. Like, really? Like, yeah. I mean, fucking hell, change your fucking look, please. Yeah. You should so come I, in as I... a giraffe because he looks more like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck. So listen, man, I, I tried to keep notes through this match, and I'm going to read you my notes for this match, okay? So, okay, match starts off as exactly what you'd expect. Here's a cool move. Look, another cool move. Move, 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 move. Hold my hands while I do a move. I'll hold yeah. your hands while you do a move. I dive, you dive, we all dive. We all dive together. Wait. <laughs> <clears throat> and then I put, the story oh, of this match oh, is... Man. <laughs> <laughs> Who's story. got bitter spots? Uh, uh, move, 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 more moves, no selling, power moves from cruiserweights. Fuck, I hate this shit. This isn't a wrestling match. It's synchronized gymnastics. Yeah, anyway, it really it was. With a Spanish fly. Who fucking cares? cares? I hate this shit so much, dude. I swear to God, like, this is not a bit that I put on every week for these fucking Young Bucks matches. <laughs> these matches are fucking garbage where I come from, dude. In Canada... Well, that's definitely not the Canadian style, bro. <laughs> you are meant to fucking have it so that it looks like a fucking competition. There's nothing about Young Bucks matches that look like competition. They're literally it's a gym. It's holding a gym. each other's yeah. fucking hands while they're doing flips so that they can help each other get up. It's oh. so fucking dumb, dude. It's synchronized fucking gymnastics, bro. Like, straight up. Like, especially when one fucking idiot... Did you see the spot where I'm pretty sure it was Nick Jackson, the blonde one? Well, sort of blonde. But anyway, where he jumps in the ring, and I believe it was Lariato Kid and fucking Penta, and he fucking flips them both. Like, they both grab his hands. He does fucking some bullshit. Yeah. And then flips them on his own. Like, just one fucking idiot he does like he does a, a modified northern light suplex to both yeah whatever the point. fuck it yeah. was to me i was just like what the fuck was that like why like why yeah, are by the way that? as a canadian as a canadian i take offense to him ever using northern light because i get it because it's a northern light suplex hence the northern lights canada it's a canadian move i didn't even realize it was a suplex because the minute they grabbed his hands and i know what a northern light suplex is right i just hand away like i'm like what the fuck is this and i just looked away so so he did a fucking northern light suplex how fucking believable by a guy that's 200 pounds like, <laughs> like if he's 200 pounds if that right it's probably let's be real probably he's built at like 220 probably but really he's probably about 185 yeah 185 exactly you, you know what i mean um, this was embarrassing and it's always embarrassing and I don't care. I'm going to keep fucking saying it's embarrassing and it's stupid every time they fucking do this. Like if they came out and had a really good match, Jimmy, I'd be like, wow, that was good. Good for them. You know, good job. I literally like, I can't remember the young bucks having a match where I wasn't just going, fuck these guys. Like every five seconds, just going like, man, fuck these guys. Like, I sound like Joe Pesci for fuck's sake when there's a young bucks <laughs> match. What am I, yeah. fucking asshole? <laughs> yeah. What am I, fucking asshole? Hey, fuck fucking you, shoot man. Him. Boom, boom. <laughs> What'd you say? Yeah? No, it's true, man. You're spot on, bro. And that Pesci fucking correlation is perfect because, first of all, again, remember what I said just before about wrong matchup? This is a wrong yeah. matchup because that's, not only you got a fucking... Like spot monkeys on one end, and I don't mean that in a racial way. I'm just saying it's a figure of speech, right? Then you got a bunch of spot monkeys on the other end, except for Cutlet, who's a fucking dinosaur of, of something or or a reptile of sort, whatever the fuck he is, right? 
why do we keep seeing these fuckheads all grouped up in a match all the time? I mean, how many times do you reckon we've seen this fucking match? Other than Cullet and Lariat and Lariato Kid. I, I don't know. Many like times, bro. Every yeah, second exactly. week. Exactly. Yeah, you, it, it's it is it it seems like it's every fucking week. There's some kind of mix between the Bucks and the the the. the, oh, the <laughs> See, calm down, Chris. Triangle. Calm down. Oh yeah, I um, forgot. I fucking forgot. Jesus Christ, that's right. Where's Puck? Apparently, he's injured, which is why Laredo Kid was there. Really? I don't. That's what they said on commentary. I don't take anything seriously. I don't buy it, bro. I don't buy that shit one bit. I wouldn't be anyway. surprised if he's like, fuck this shit. Just like he did in WWE. He's mm. just like, fuck this shit. I'm not fucking coming back until you fucks think of something decent for me to do. Otherwise, fuck it. I don't blame him if he thinks that way either. I, I hope he does. Um, anyway, Omega comes out. He jumps Laredo Kid. He cuts a promo on the Bucks. He says he sacrificed to come to AEW. He didn't have to come here. He could have stayed in Japan, and he could have stayed where the people loved him, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> it's actually a pretty good a promo. A great promo. Here. Actually, it was probably his best promo of the year. I mean, the last yep. year. I'd say even better than anything he said in 2020 because it was straight from the heart in some ways. Because what he said was a lot of truths, actually. It was, and then I just found the rest of this to be pretty funny. Um, he, yeah. He's so so I like I like the way he ends the promo too. He says he uh, he sacrificed to come to AEW, but he didn't choose AEW. He chose his family, the Young Bucks. I like that. Good deal. Um, and then you know, there's a problem where uh, he wants a fingering or else. Uh, he basically <laughs> I love says, yeah. "Finger me now, or uh, <laughs> yeah. if you guys don't finger me right now, like." We're, we're never going to be friends again unless you finger me right now. Oh, you have shit. the last – this is your last chance to finger <laughs> to me, finger. guys. Um, oh, anyway, the Bucks, oh, the Bucks are way too Christian for that, so they uh, they walk away refusing to finger him. And uh, and then the Lucia brothers attack him uh, while he's trying to talk retarded. to the Bucks. So, so Kenny, after an awesome promo, which I really fucking liked a lot, I truly believe – that was his best promo, even quite possibly in all, in his whole time in AEW. I, I really believe that, right? So, what was the point of that? Just so fucking was it the Bucks that got over? By the way, it was right against the Lucha Brothers, right? No, Laredo Kid oh, beat. It, uh, you're right. Butler. All right. So, what were the fucking Lucha Brothers doing when when? Because uh, the Bucks clearly no sold that loss then. Yep. And it was just, it was nothing. I guess they don't have to because Cutler took the pin, but I don't know. I, it just the felt whole weird. Thing was dumb. It was dumb. Like, why do that to get, why? I felt like Kenny got buried in the end. For what? Like, what was the point? Are you yeah, going to bury your like champion? That, and where was Gallows and Anderson? Too often. Yeah. Right. Like, again, the backwards fucking booking and unnecessary fucking booking. Like, it didn't need to happen. I, I like the promo. It should have ended with that promo. When nothing happened, they walked away. He's in the middle of the ring saying, where are you going? You know, he starts talking fucking crazy. Don't just walk yeah. off on me. It should have been something along those lines. Not fucking Lariato kid coming in and fucking Penta and all that, making him look like an idiot. Well, and, Penta and well, – well, here's the thing. Penta and his brother super kicked him, laying him out. Right, he right. Sold it. He sold it crazy. He's, he I did. Think no, he, he actually did. was – He was bleeding, I think yeah. he was actually bleeding a little bit from the mouth. Like, I think that was hard way. Um, it was. I'm he was cut like, from the leap. But, just, yeah. but Jimmy, like last week, Pentagon had a match where he was like the big bad guy. Yeah, his, against Cody, his, his, right? 
Because they oh, I'm not going to, you you know, if I had a better chance, you wouldn't be able to hold your daughter. Like, oh, that's the best, that's the worst thing I've ever <laughs> right, heard anyone else. Right, God, I can't believe <laughs> right. you fucking said that. Like, fuck off. And then now he's a fucking face again because he's super kicking the fucking major heel. Like, Dude, every week they're changing company? and they're flipping it, bro. Like, literally every week. That's why I don't know who the fuck the heel is anymore. Who's the fucking baby anymore? Because the heels are doing baby fucking promos. And the fucking heels... Are, I mean, the babies are doing heel promo. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Tell me. Yeah. Uh, Tell me, Chris. Stupid. Yeah, I, I mean, can't, what the fuck I is going even, on, dude? I, don't... I can't even begin to fucking explain it. Maybe Jade can explain it. Jade <sighs> uh, has an insert promo. Uh, she wants Red Velvet. She calls herself... You know, this was... It all led up to this, 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 you know, this really serious, you know, finish that she gave to this promo where she called herself <clears throat> that bitch. Yo, whoo. I mean, you know, she's serious because she, she said bitch. I mean, she must be fucking serious. She doesn't fuck around, bro. When you say bitch, when you're that bitch, you're that bitch. You're that bitch, man. Hats yeah, off to we, you. We go from. We go from that bitch to another bitch as we have a video package about Brandy and Cody. (laughs) Brandy wants to be a Kardashian so fucking badly that like, like she's just willing to do anything to get there. Like she couldn't, she couldn't cut it as a manager type. She couldn't (laughs) cut it in the ring. You know, her pregnancy isn't getting enough attention. So now they've got to have a fucking Kardashian show on TNT. Dude, can I say, like, is she the definition? I'm going to probably catch heat for this. But fuck it. That's what I do, right? Dude, she's the definition of go and cook me some eggs, bitch. I mean, honestly. Because that's what she's good at. Oh, I'm probably. Fuckety fuck, man. And she's, and she's probably a cum fucking bucket. Let's be real, right? But anyway, that's probably what she's fucking good at, right? Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, everyone, snowflakes. <laughs> but fucking tell me, what, what's her talent? You said it. You said it. She can't fucking wrestle. She can't announce. She's not getting enough attention, so she has a cry. Um, As long as she doesn't say anything or make any kind of facial expressions, she's fuckable. Like, oh, I, I don't, I don't know. But, like, she <laughs> looks great, but even, like, if you hear her talking, it's like... Nails on a chalkboard, dude. Right, she's not all like fuck. I can't like I like. It's like bank chicks who's so hot that like she's ugly now. Up to her, but then she starts talking and And it's like like, "Eh, it's right. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's weird because she's so hot, but but unfortunately for her, AEW have literally exposed her, like exposed her bad though, man. So the more you see her, you just hate her guts. Her looks she's disappear. exposed herself. Yeah, yeah, but still, she, like she's yeah, 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 yeah you're right, thing, you're right, it's you're fucking right. awful. Yeah, you're spot on. She did expose herself, but AW gave her the fucking the platform, right? Because at least in WWE, I thought she was a great announcer. I actually did. Yeah, because she just shut the fuck up and did her job. That's it. That's like... all. That's it. You didn't. They didn't even acknowledge that was Cody's fucking wife. Yep. You know, like I just like we were just talking about how like, you know, if I want to do if I want to do hip hop, you know, if I want to do a project with some hip hop, I, I, you know, I go to I, I go to Jimmy because, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy Thanks, does man. a lot of great beats. If I want to if I want to 
you know, if I want to do a fucking sprinting class, I probably don't go to Jimmy because Jimmy's right. not going to be great at sprinting <laughs> class. Well, I'm Brandy different. is really great at announcing because she's got a good like presence, right? She's got a good presence for it and everything. But at literally everything else in professional wrestling, Brandy is 100% absolute fucking dog shit <laughs> and needs to get off of my fucking TV. And as far as like them doing like this fucking Kardashian shit, I'm just like, man, whatever. I don't give a fuck. As long as I don't have to fucking watch it on my fucking pro- on like, as long as they don't like, ha- like, and I know they're gonna do this. They're gonna have a 15 minute fucking segment, you know, in two weeks from the fucking show on Dynamite to try oh, to fucking, and it's man. just gonna make me so fucking angry. Like, just fuck off already. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. You, you're making me dislike the idea of children, and you don't understand oh, how fucking it. much that hurts me. I love <laughs> kids, okay? Before I, be, like, before I realized there was no fucking money in it, I went to college for social work, Jimmy, because I like right. kids. I right. like helping well, children. Yeah, that's what you right? do, man, right. But honestly, at this point in my life, I'm like, fuck Cody's kid. I hope I never hear from this fucking child. Oh, I hope it comes out deaf, dumb, and blind so it never gets any fucking attention from <laughs> oh, anyone and I never have to see it. I never have to hear it. I never have oh, to smell man. it. I never have to have any fucking thing to do with this child because that's how badly – Brandy and Cody have pushed me <laughs> to the point where it's like, just shut the fuck up, yeah, guys. Cody, true, get in the fucking ring and wrestle. Brandy, get in some swimwear and model, <laughs> or shut the fuck up and go away. And cook some eggs, all right? Because <laughs> fucking hell. No, you're right, dude. And it's and it's fucked because I don't know if Cody realizes it himself. Maybe he does deep down, but it's his wife, right? So. Look, man, I know it's true, man. And I just want to say, you know what, Cody and Brandy? I want to tell you one thing. The Miz and and fucking and his Mrs. Maurice are much better than you fucking two, all right, you clowns? And I'm not even a I Miz mean, fan. Maurice is charming. Maurice has got charisma, like very, bro. And she's a charming person. Like No like, doubt about it. Her okay. character is not like her. Like she's no, no, she's, she's complete opposite, like a, bro. Yeah, she's a good. Yeah, like yeah. she's she's she seems pretty chill, right? Yeah, yeah she's for sure. like You know, she's proud to be a mom because she's no she's doubt. happy that she's gonna have a child. And the more I fucking see from Brandy, it honestly looks like she's happy she's pregnant because it's gonna get her attention. I don't and know that's how sad really is that, right? That's and it bad. Makes yeah. me fucking angry. And I feel bad for the kid, dude, because if that's the case, and you're right, it does come across that way. Then the poor kid. He's going to have issues, man. Like, what happens if that kid comes out and it's just, like, sort of pudgy and average? You know what I mean? Like, then they won't want, not they really want nothing to do everything. with it. Oh. Yeah, it takes after Dusty. Yeah. Which is a good chance that that could happen, right? Yeah. There's a real good chance. Let's be real. Cody, I don't know what fucking jeans he got. It definitely wasn't Dusty's. Let's be real, yeah, all right? Shit. Definitely wasn't Dusty's. You know what I mean? The fact that he came out... Like, he's like, like I said, I'm not fucking gay, but he's a good looking fucking guy, right? Mm-hmm. We can, we can, we can, we can say that, right? So well, absolutely. He, he didn't get his fucking looks off Dusty, man, or his body off Dusty. So, wherever that came from, I don't know. So, all I'm saying is, there's a good chance that this kid could come out as the, the plumber's grandson, literally. <laughs> the son of a plumber to the, the grandson of the plumber, bro. Like, for real, that would be... The son of the son of the plumber. The son of the son of the son of the plumber. Right. And you know what I mean? And, you know, he could wear polka dots for, you know. Well, and what happens if this kid doesn't like wrestling? What happens if this kid doesn't like wrestling? Or He's going to love wrestling. Music? 
and he's or, or any it. of that kind of stuff and just gets into like you know wants to be a carpenter like just or a plumber a, or a legit a, plumber yeah what if they just want to have a regular fucking life and they're not uber talented at everything like god can you can you possibly imagine a fucking world where his parents where his parents shit. still fucking love or her parents still fucking oh love yeah it's her, a her like, right you're right it's a her shit it is hopefully she doesn't get fucking dusty's look because damn it they will not show this girl on TV ever again. I guarantee it. If she's a I mean, fucking, I feel bad honestly, for the girl, man. I, honestly, the whole situation just it 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 makes me feel icky. I don't fucking like it. I agree, man, and it's sad because I don't want to be saying that, man. You know what I mean? But fuck, man. What else can like can we think? I mean, because it looks so obvious. You're right. Yep. It's all about me, me, me. You know what I mean? With Brandy particularly and uh, fucking 100%. Cody. Cody too, though. Exactly. But Cody tries to like you know. Cody's just as bad as Brandon. He is. Like, they're he is. Both he is definitely whores for attention. Whores man. It's for fucking attention. Ridiculous. And it's sad because Cody, man, ever since, see, Cody is the type of guy that needs to be, sort of like, I don't want to say controlled because that's probably the wrong word, but like, sort of like you know, managed. Yep. Like he was in WWE and but you know. And everywhere he was after WWE, other than AEW, because AEW, he's got too much crowd over there, man, and he's he doesn't yeah. know what the fuck he's doing. He's not his dad when it comes to booking the fucking booking himself, let alone booking a company. I'm sorry, you're not yeah. your daddy, man. No, I agree. And listen, I don't like. Here's the thing, like it reminds me a lot of the stories of what people say happened with Vince Russo. Now, I don't know yeah. that this is actually what happened because Vince Russo. Well, oh sure man, you know it's, it's yeah. I, I didn't believe it yeah. then, but I believe it now, bro. But like, but you know, like Vince Russo, like people said, like you know, he he was one thing when he had some when there was somebody there, you know, sort of helping guide him, right? Right, like, right, right. He could give you he could give an idea, and then if it was great you know, a Vince McMahon could hear it and be like, okay, yeah, let's tweak this a little bit and we can do this really great thing, right? And if he gave a crazy out there idea, you know, there's a Vince McMahon there to say, no, nah, I don't really want to do that. Let's, that let's do sense, something different. Man. Let's tweak it. And then when he got to WCW, he was able to do whatever he wanted. And so and he things got went a little off the rails. Right. Yeah. So that reminds me a lot of the whole Cody Rhodes thing. Because like, I mean, honestly, dude, like I'm sure if he was still in WWE, Hunter or somebody would have taken him to the side and be like, Cody, listen. 100%. Uh, Cody, listen. No Transformers <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> no. Do you remember that fucking, oh my God, I'll never forget that day he first walked out like that. Everyone was like, what the fuck is that on his neck? Like, he just ruined himself. And now that you, that alone, dude, that fucking alone, that tattoo nose told me one thing. This guy has got not many brain cells up here, bro. Uh -huh. Clearly, he that's the most white the most white boy thing to do is get a fucking cheesy ass crap ass tattoo of a transformer on your fucking neck, you fucking idiot. No offense. I mean, honestly, that like to me the transformer neck tattoo is like, you know, Judy Bagwell on a pole match. <laughs> like it's Oh no! It's prime example of like Cody now. <laughs> no good. Cody, wake up, mate! Wake the fuck up, bro! For Christ's sake! If your daddy speaking... was still alive, he would have fucking beat you upside his head. If for fucking that tattoo alone, man. Speaking of no good, <laughs> next up here we've got Nyla Rose and Ty Conti. Uh, I'll be honest, um, I took a shit during this match. 
Uh, you must have taken a hell of a shit. It was a hell of a shit, bro. Forever, bro. It was a hell of a shit. I won't lie. Um, so Ty Conti is apparently the number one contender for the AEW Women's Championship. I'm um, excited, bro. That's email wrestling. us if you know how <laughs> that fucking happened. Um, uh, this, th- this is another one of those situations where somebody's gonna be like, "Well, on Dark, she's got a four." <laughs> fight win streak i don't give a fuck about oh, dark shit. it doesn't fucking matter it's not even fucking real okay it that is like that's like telling me oh yeah on the on the house <laughs> shows i don't fucking care about the house uh... shows okay you, you have to show me on the fucking television program that i'm watching otherwise i'm not gonna fucking understand okay like it doesn't make any fucking sense so you're telling um, me Taya Conti is... See, I didn't realize because, like I said, I was busy in the office, right? <laughs> so she's really the number one contender for real? Yeah, she's the number one contender. Yeah. So she beat Nyla Rose? She beat Nyla... She was the number one contender coming into this fucking match, which, again, What's here's a story on, you bro? could tell... Like, here's a story that you could quite easily tell, Jimmy, right? You could very right. easily tell this story of, oh, Ty Conti is in the top... 10 of the women's division you could say that right you could be like you could believe that and you could be like and you nyla rose is, 10 really nyla rose is is you know uh, the third ranked whatever in the women's division you could be like okay, I get that. she's booked strong right. right and then ty conti goes over and then you're like oh ty conti may be able to get a, a championship match out of out of a win wow. like this that's a big win that's a really cool story you could tell but instead no they told the story that she's already the number one contender based off what she's done on some other fucking show that nobody ever fucking watches and nobody ever fucking will she's already the number one contender she's facing this big tough girl who we all take seriously and who has been booked as a top contender on this fucking show that you're watching right fucking now right and she goes over her anyway because you know Ty Conti was already that fucking great that's not a story that's not a fucking story this I didn't know that that's crazy, bro. Straight up. I just want to say one thing. Let's be real. Ty Conti is hot. Her ass, magnificent, right? Yep. Her ass is way over too, just quietly. Not as much as Tony's, but you, you get my drift. The point is, she was only used in even in WB as eye candy, all right? Yeah, it's fucked up. But she that's what she's good for. I'm sorry. And she's improved a lot since NXT. Yeah, see, I, I, I don't Ty know. Conti- yeah, I've been. Really, she yeah, has. All I right, well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's good because I really don't pay attention to her shit other than her ass, man. Pretty much. But oh, in saying that, this I'm sorry, she's not top ten yet, though, dude. For real. No, it's ridiculous. It's I don't. That's the thing. Like you can tell a fucking story. You can like, and you can tell a good. It builds story, her up, right? Story like that. And you're going to get people like me and Jimmy being like, okay, I like this story. You know, Ty Conti, she's a, you know, she's a top 15 contender. And then she beats somebody in the yeah, top 10. Right. So now she's a top 10 contender. And then she beats somebody in the top five. Well, maybe she's a top five contender. And then she beats Nyla Rose. Oh, maybe she's one of the top contenders in the whole fucking, you know, division. Maybe. But I need to see it. Like. He's crazy. Yeah, dude, look, again, look, this has been the thing. They're literally 50-50 booking everyone, bro. Week in, week out, it's going to be the opposite next week. 
or they're oh. booking every but but it's only on this show right and they right. think that on one, because yeah. it's only on this show so so if ty conti wins 16 matches in a row and then she loses on dynamite right you're like okay she lost on dynamite that's what exactly she's a fucking loser because she yeah. lost on the main show i don't give a fuck what happened in these other fucking prelim fucking Agreed. garbage fucking matches no, you're right. some fucking internet show i don't give a fuck what did she do on the fucking television show and if she's losing constantly on that or on she's that doing that's the perception yeah right on it's, that then yeah. she's a 50 50 fucking character you got to do something on the actual fucking television show that people Amazing. watch and you know what, Chris? I never knew she was a top number one contender. I didn't even realize, dude. For real, that's real talk. I don't watch Dark. I don't watch Elevation Dark. I don't know why they've got DDs going on, double fucking Ds, whatever the fuck, right? I don't get why there's two Darks. But anyway, the point is, if I don't watch Dark and Dark Elevation, or Elevators, whatever the fuck it is, right? But I see fucking the same girl, or male for that matter, lose week in, week out on Dynamite, which is the show that people fucking pay attention to out of all them. Then they come across as jobbers to me still. Absolutely. You got to do so. Like, you have to show me the story on the actual fucking program that's actually on fucking television. Like, I I'm so tired of this, man. Like, it's okay to, it's okay to have a, a minor league show. Okay. Right. It's okay to have a Sunday night heat and it's okay to push people to watch Sunday night heat and it's okay to, to have things from Sunday night heat boil over into raw. You can do that. Okay? Except in this case, they've got Sunday night heat and then they've got Monday night heat. Yeah. Well, yes. And also like, <laughs> am I wrong in saying that they're straight up just like jumping things. Like you're yeah, going yeah. from like, Okay, everybody saw on on Sunday now, so we're gonna keep like no, we didn't see on Sunday. What happened on Sunday? Could you tell me what happened on Sunday? They don't even do that. Package dude. Of what happened they on they Sunday? just give you numbers. Like I said about this fucking Lee Johnson dude a couple of months ago, right? Who? Hey, hey, everybody who is fucking defending Lee Johnson, <laughs> where the fuck is he? Oh, exactly. I guess it's not February anymore, and they don't oh. need him on the fucking car. And we called the spade a spade, Chris. We fucking said it that day. We both said it. Watch the week after he won't even be around, and guess what? He fucking wasn't. All right, he's so, been on once since, and no character development. None. But listen, he debuted, and it was oh, he's Owen seventy five or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah, he was right, at the time, right. right? Right. The thing is, is look, you could have shown me a thirty second clip of him a losing vignette. a bunch of matches, just right. a little fucking clip. It doesn't have to be a vignette about him walking around or showing his machismo or anything like that. I'm not fucking <laughs> saying that. I'm just saying, show me a little 30 second video of him trying. I know. Really promote your fucking shows <laughs> and losing. Okay? Right. Show me a little, just little fucking bits where it looks like he's going to get the win and he can't get the win, but he's trying really hard. Show me him practicing in the ring. Show me him trying to get Something, better. Dude. And then, I can take seriously the idea of the story that oh he hasn't won yet and it's a big deal when he right. gets his right you can win. make then that I into a story oh, yeah good for this guy yeah like thirty fucking seconds of a video and it's just fucking B roll it doesn't even need to be anything you don't have to fucking script anything just show me video from his fucking matches one hundred percent agree with you, brother. And the thing is, as long as it's not in February, because that really exposed the fuck out of him too, <clears throat> Cody, right? Like fuck off. 
just, just fuck, fuck off. Like, it's right. just fucking stupid. It's uh, crazy, anyway, bro. These companies Conti crazy. goes over. As we've said, Conti goes over. Um, it would be a big win, except she's already the number one contender, so who fucking cares? <laughs> it is, right. Um, and, anyway, afterwards, Reba jumps her. Uh, Sheeta, Sheeta comes out to make the save. Then Bunny attacks Sheeta. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Hardy and the Butcher and the Blade come out to the apron, and they say, uh, you know, my clients are done being overlooked or something Ugh. to that effect. I have no idea what the fuck what the fuck this has to do with anything. I was blank again. I was just staying blank. This is blank. another one of those situations <laughs> where there's just so much fucking happening at once that somebody was just like, oh, we should have this match and it should take forever. And then once they're done the match, then this girl should jump that girl. And then this girl should jump in and should jump that girl. And then another girl should jump in and jump the girl that jumped the girl that jumped the girl that, the, that, that jumped the other girl. And then Matt Hardy should be there with Butcher and the Blade and the Bunny. <laughs> and he should say that his clients are done. Be like, shut. Like, what <laughs> the fuck? Just fuck. Like, one thing at a fuck time man you know what chris you just made me think of something when you brought up russo earlier and i know it's not russo doing this because he wouldn't have been this fucking unorganized right even in wcw wasn't that bad right he wouldn't but, have been this boring like, yeah, like what i was gonna say is they are they trying to mimic his style of crash tv style of booking because it feels like except they're running around headless yeah, like if that maybe, makes any sense, he was he was actually good at the Crash TV. But that's like, what I'm saying. I'm saying they yeah. want to be like it's not Vince. Clearly, that's what I'm trying to state. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like they're trying to copy his style, but but that don't have any substance. Like they don't have yeah. a clue what they're doing. They literally don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're just doing it. So everything's like, like you said, stay the fuck down. Like what's going on? Like they're trying to rush everything and. I've, this like, crazy. slow down. Give me a fucking second to actually get into this. Right, shit, okay? exactly. Just right. like, give me a proper story, which is a beginning and a middle and an end. Give <laughs> me those those things. Don't just like it's just this constant fucking jump, 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 it's like, fucking crazy, sorry. crazy man it's fucking crazy bro i don't know what to think anymore man because next week we're gonna have everyone that won lose and people from dark with 20 fucking win streaks and i don't know man this company is just bananas and it's bipolar like we keep it's gonna be a new number one contender who we haven't seen <laughs> fucking wrestle in a month and uh, yeah it's just gonna be all kinds of wonderful. What a anyway, moving Booker on. Of the year, let's man. talk we about the said fucking that main event. Yeah, great match. Booker of the fucking year. Let's get on to the main event. It's John Silver and Darby Allen for the TNT Championship. It's an aggressive lockup to start off. Uh, they tell an interesting story early on of Silver being strong and stocky, Darby being mm. the quick and aggressive one. Um, Silver gets several near falls, which I liked. Um, does anyone remember when Brian Cage couldn't get a two count? <laughs> um, that makes two of us. <laughs> both guys, both guys are selling lots. Um, As you the should. Dark Order get involved, not like, not like involved in a heel way, but you know they're picking up John Silver and they're kind of, you know, whatever, whatever happens with Darby, and then Sting comes out and he kind of stares at them like a pissed off grandfather. He, he came across I, as a heel to me tonight, bro. I yeah exactly so there's good back and forth wrestling 
makes a lot of sense. Darby wins with a code red. It, it's a it's a surprise type move that's a counter to something that uh, that Silver was doing. I, I like this match. A it was lot. a good was match, really, man. Really, really good wrestling match. It exceeded my expectations. I knew going in it would be good. Don't get me wrong, because these two can can both work, man. But fucking John Silver, man, like give him a fucking. I like. I I think they're rewarding him for what he's been doing, dude. Because he he's earned to be in this spot tonight, man. He went from jobber in WWE. I don't know if you remember him in WWE at all, because it was exactly the same in WWE, right? But he went from WWE one week into AEW a week later, and now like he was a jobber, dude. Him and his fucking partner were both jobbers. And now this guy's main inventing Dynavite. I mean, I'm 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 not gonna say I'm proud of him because I don't know the guy personally, but he earned that spot. Whether he gets another fucking I chance, I don't know. But he really, I think he would fly great even if he left fucking the Dark Order in a way, man. Because he so outshines all of them, dude. He's got personality. He's got charisma. Yeah. He's got yeah, the he's look definitely well. the breakout star of the group. Yeah, 100%. He's just, he's got something about him that he's so likable, dude. Like, he's a likable guy, and he looks like the type of guy you can have a beer with, and more importantly, have a laugh with. You know what I mean? Just hanging out with him. Yeah, he's, he's exactly. He's, and he's got that kind of charisma where you're yeah. like, I could be friends with this guy. And that's Pretty a sure. rare kind of charisma. No doubt. I but agree. it's something that you can, you can, especially in a wrestling sense, you can so take advantage of that. That's oh, such a time. great kind of charisma as a professional wrestler because, like, you know, the fans want to be your friend. The fans oh, want I mean, to have some kind of relationship with the 100%. professional wrestlers. That's true, man, for sure. They want to feel like they're fucking making a difference to fans, you know, and it's true, man. Yeah, you know? I mean, this and this this is exactly the kind of charisma why Daniel Bryan got over. He's, he's He's got the same type of charisma where you're like, this dude seems like a legitimately good dude. I, oh, I want agree. good things to happen for him. No doubt about it, you know? man. And I hope they fucking don't drop the ball with him because I like the way they've built him, actually. They've sort of done right by him. I do, too. Ironically, yeah. it's weird me saying that, but it's true. No, you know what? Hey, listen, we, we're going to give them credit when they do exactly. something good. Exactly I right. think that their booking of John Silver has been excellent. Excellent, right. And it's been a gradual build, too, like... Like it's it's the timing has been right in my opinion with that. I don't know why they can't do that with others, but they seem to have done him right. So uh, yeah, or just not do it with others. Like there's or they, yeah, just book, not do it. Some, yeah. some guys they're they're pushing where it's like, why why do you yeah. really think you're gonna get something out of this fucking like. Orange Cassidy. I know everybody's oh, like, right. oh, he's got lots of charisma. No, he doesn't. He's a fucking numpty. He's one of these fucking, he's one of these guys that if you, listen, if he comes to your indie, Ugh. right, if he comes to your independent federation once every three to six months, you're like, oh, yeah, I love this guy, right? But you see him every fucking week, and it's like, oh, yeah, no, never mind. And you know what? And credit to Orange Cassidy because you know he said it himself. You know why he does this gimmick? Actually, huh. he knew he wasn't as good as every other wrestler, right? Hence, why he does that to hide his weaknesses, right? So I'll give him credit for admitting that he knows he's not that great. So he needed to do something to stand out, and that was it. And credit to him. I'm not a fan of this gimmick myself. I get there's people out there that fucking like it. That's great. 
So the, he, he does have a fucking a niche fan base, you know what I mean, that actually do like him. So good on you for that. But at least he can admit himself that he's not that great. <laughs> you know, so that yeah. hence why he's done this character because to hide his weaknesses and just to stand out. And I guess rightfully or wrongly, he stands out. You know what I mean? He definitely, to me, he stands out as someone who just needs to be fucking ignored. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, the end of this match, there's a show of respect between the two guys. That's a good, uh, good little face thing there. Then Hardy Party jumps them, and then the Dark Order jumps them, and then it just, you know, like a lot of AEW shows, it just goes off the air with everybody being everywhere, doing everything to everyone. Uh, you know what? I, here's the thing. This was actually a good episode of Dynamite. Um, there was a great op- opener. Uh, there was a great main event. The Hangman match was good. I'm happy that they're trying to put. That seems like they're trying to put a little, a little bit of something behind Benoni. Um, right, but he keeps losing. Uh, That's the only thing. <laughs> yeah, the Young Bucks match was fucking garbage, and I'm never going to to change my fucking mind about the way that these fucking matches look. It's fucking bad, dude. Like, just yeah, no, I agree. Really fucking lame. It is. Um, but you know what? And then, and then there was, you know, you know, so that was shitty. Um, the women's match went on too long. The booking didn't make any fucking sense, <laughs> but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold it against everybody. Ty Conti and Nyla Rose still worked really hard in that match. Um, you know, Ty Conti has improved since her NXT days. You know, like I said, the main event was really good. The opener was really good. There was some fingering that was <laughs> happening a little bit too much. Uh, too but much. this was still a pretty good episode of AEW. Like, I didn't mind this episode. I, I walked, you know, I came away from this episode thinking, like, you know, this was inoffensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, in ring wise, other than, um, Look, I didn't like. I said I was away from the Ty Conti match, and but everything else other than the Bucks match was actually pretty good in the ring, right? It's just yep. everything built around all those matches just blow my mind. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to complain. In that sense, it was a decent show, right? It wasn't like the worst show, geez, but um, it's definitely better than what WWE's fucking putting out there. So. Which is nitpicking, but not really, because it's a major issue. Really, it really is, dude. I mean, the way she gets booked needs to change. They need to slow down, like you said earlier, Chris. They also need to just put logic to shit, man. I mean, it's not yeah. hard. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I don't know, man. Like, make like, sense the, of this the, shit, this man. This kind of stuff just. This kind of stuff, like, cause, cause I'm a storyteller, right? I like stories. I like to tell stories. No doubt. I, I, you know, I like to write, and I, I like the idea of storytelling in professional wrestling. This was just, like, this thing with Ty Conti was just like, what in the <laughs> fuck are you doing? There's a cool story that you could tell here. Well, who she be to get to number one contender? Like who? Other yeah. than Rose, obviously, that's a big fucking scalp, right? No pun intended, because it was. But who she beat? Did she beat Thunder Rosa? I, no. And where's Serena I... Deeb? 
<laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's ass backwards, knows. bro. And and but and it's ass backwards. This is ass backwards booking, and then they expect you to know everything about everybody. And when you don't, it's like, whoa, what the fuck's the matter with you? It's like I don't know, man. Like T TK just like this kid just comes off as like a a really stupid child who <laughs> doesn't understand. Yeah, it's like, but but it's like he doesn't understand how to play with others either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but then, yeah, no, you're right. I can see it, that for sure. So like. Because it's like, you know, when the fucking thing happened with the with the main event where there was, you know, the explosion didn't go off. And he's like, <laughs> well, what was everyone expecting? Were you expecting uh -huh. the ring to actually blow up and well, don't to actually murder shit. someone? That's oh unrealistic God. for you to expect. Then no don't fucking tell me that's what I'm going to get, you fucking right. asshole. And fucking charge people 60 bucks for false advertising, right? Regardless. And just fucking take the hit, Tony, you idiot. All right, we we all knew it was supposed to be more than what we got. All right, <laughs> but on top of that, no one's expecting anyone to fucking get die, you idiot, Tony. You fuck, fucking brainless goose. No wonder why all the teams yep. suck because he's fucking running it. You know what I mean? Shard, absolutely. Daddy Khan, wherever you are, get your son away from fucking this shit, man. I feel like he's on Adderall or something too, bro. He's a bit like. I feel like. I feel like he's definitely on fucking Adderall. Like, 100%, I, and, bro. And you know, the thing is, though, like, I feel bad for his dad because I'm sure what his dad I? was like, I'm sure his father was like, oh, good, he can get into wrestling and then he won't fuck up everything with the football team anymore <laughs> and he won't fuck everything up with the soccer team anymore. God. But no, he's still tweeting shit, pissing off everybody that's fans of, is it Fulham? Is that, is that Yeah, Fulham, they, right, yeah, Fulham. <laughs> Right, he's still pissing off Fulham fans. He's still pissing off him, Jaguar they fans. They all hate him. He's they want him out. New, he just has a new fucking crew that fucking hate him. It's like it's like Daddy Daddy Khan keeps keeps <laughs> buying him new friends. Yes, right. And within a few weeks, all of his new friends are like, "Man, this guy's fucking lame." And he comes across like this, like la la la. I don't hear you. I don't hear you. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, yeah. just fucking man exactly. up, you fucking bitch. And admit that you're fucking wrong. Fucking hell, man. Maybe you will grow as a person like that, man, and be more of a man. Like, you can't fucking use excuses, man. People grow from failures, Jimmy. Right. If, if, if you're so kid. insulated, if you're so insulated that you're not allowed to fail, like if your parents, if your parents isolate you so much and insulate you so much and protect you so much that you can't fail, that you're not given an opportunity to fail, then you'll never grow. And never. that is definitely what it seems like with Tony Khan is that like his dad was always there to protect him and always, always there right. to help him out and always there to, Oh, um, he, you're not good at this, Tony. Well, let's buy a football team and we'll put you in charge of it. Oh, that didn't work. Well, let's buy an American football team and we'll put you in charge of that. Oh, that didn't work here. I'll buy you a wrestling program. Like it, it seems like the guy needs to fucking fail and he needs to be shown. Hey, you failed. This sucked. This was right. bad. Fix it. And you know what's even worse? I truly believe your Cody's, your Kenny's, your fucking Bucks even. I don't care how Christian they are. They're fucking, they're not, I'm, come on, they're not that, they can't be that stupid. I think deep down behind closed doors, when they're all together, right, they'll be fucking sitting there saying, he's a money mark and this and that. I have no doubt about it, they would, man. This guy is so insecure. You can so see it. He must have been fucking bullied all his life. 
I don't even know if he's even had a fuck before, bro. Has he even got a missus, dude? I truly think he's a virgin. You know, I'm sure that there's somebody. I'm sure that there are some women who would who will just fuck you for your money. Like I'm yeah, sure all right. that exists for the money. But bonus? you can't get real friends for your money. No. That's the thing. Like, and he I think himself, that what this guy you? needs more Did than they, anything, yeah. more than anything in professional wrestling, what Tony Khan seems to need is a real friend. Yeah, somebody right. like a right. somebody like a Ben Hameen. Like, okay, we're gonna <laughs> shout out Hameen because because we love Hameen and no we, doubt. You know, shout out to Ben and Hameen all the conspiracy horsemen boys. All them guys are awesome, but like he needs somebody like a Ben Hameen to be like, "Hey, bro, come here." Yeah, this just... segment was fucking stupid. Let's not do that again. Like he needs somebody who's really gonna fucking say that to him. But and no I one... do not for a second believe that Cody, the Bucks, or <laughs> Kenny are going to do that. I mean, don't I fucking tell me that. Like, listen, okay, don't fucking tell me Kenny's a good booker. I don't believe it. I've seen what he's done with the AEW Women's Division. I've seen the women that he thinks are going to be huge fucking stars come over here and just take a giant shit in the fucking <laughs> ring. Literally. I, I'm not, I'm not fucking, I do not think that Kenny Omega knows what, what, how the fuck to book anything. Like he's a great performer. That's oh, fine. No like right. Wayne Gretzky was the greatest hockey player of all time. He was also a shit coach. Like you <laughs> can't true. do all things to all people. And why would he, uh, you know why he was a shit coach? Because he's so individually, like, into himself, he can't fucking, like, do you get what I mean? That's why a lot of superstars in general, in, in a lot of sports, they don't usually succeed. There is exceptions, though, don't get me wrong, right? But generally, those types who are all about themselves more, and there's nothing wrong with that if you're fucking good, right? Yeah. But unfortunately... TK, yeah, they're not, I'm telling you, yes, I don't know these guys personally, but you can just tell by the their attitudes, the way they, the way they present themselves, these guys would be absolutely, and I have no doubt about it, be talking shit behind TK's back, because no one, not the vets, not your Arn Andersons, your Tully Blanchards, none of them would be fucking sitting there telling fucking TK, it's the right thing to do is to tell TK, hey, pull up, man. You know what I mean? This yeah, shit is but who's, who's going to do it when their paycheck is on the That's line? right. That's right. That's why I'm saying, like, what he needs is an actual friend. Like, like the, the whole thing of, like, has he ever been fucked before? There's tons <laughs> of women who will fuck you for your money. And, there, and there's tons of people who will pretend to be your friends for money. But, like, you, what he needs is somebody, like, like – what he honestly needs is he needs somebody who just doesn't fucking want to get paid, somebody who's already independently wealthy, but somebody who who like honestly is willing to just tell him like it is. Yeah, you that's know what I mean. It. And just and just give it to him and just be like, "Hey, this sucked." Like, "Hey, Tony, stop tweeting about the Jaguars, okay? <laughs> Jaguar fans are really fucking mad at you. They don't want to fucking hear it." Hey, hey, Tony, stop fucking tweeting about what Fulham needs as a football club. All the fans know what you fucking need and what you're not willing to do. Just shut up. Okay. And they're tight asses, bro. They don't want to spend money to succeed in that sense when it comes to their clubs, like in with Fulham or the Jags. And there's even a good chance. I mean, I believe the Jags had the lowest attendances in the whole league for how many years now? Right? And on top yeah. of that, right, there's talk of them possibly even fucking relocating. Yeah, well, listen, South Florida sports fans will show up if you win. 
that right. Like, but I you think have anywhere to win. people would show up, regardless, man. If you if you fucking yeah, got a winning like, mentality, there are there are there are exceptions to that rule, right? Like, you know, if you're if you're in Oklahoma and you have a football club, people are gonna show up and watch football even if you fucking suck, right? Yeah, because if that's you're football in, country there, bro. Like, and I'm right. surprised there's no football like, NFL team there yet. Right, and I mean, listen, like, and I mean, you know. Likewise, you know, if you have a hockey team in Canada, people are going to show up even if you fucking suck. The Ottawa Senators still have people come to their fucking games. They are, you know, horrendously bad. It's the same thing in Detroit or Minnesota or like other places like that where they really love hockey. People are going to show up, right? But South Florida is one of those places where like there's no sport that's like that to South Florida. Like right. you don't think of any particular sport in South Florida. You don't if actually. You, good point. You're right. Well, and I guess you know Jacksonville's not in South Florida, but let's just say Florida, right? Right, right. They'll show up if you win. If you win, they will show up. And if you absolutely fucking suck, they, they won't. ain't showing up, bro. Like the, like, the Dolphins, the even. Bay, well, the Tampa Bay Lightning, like that's a hockey team, by the way. Everybody. Yeah. Yes, hi, I'm Canadian. Oh, I thought you were saying the, it to me. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> The Tampa Bay Lightning, they're a, ho- they're a hockey team, right? And when they weren't very good, nobody showed up to the games. I've been to Lightning games, like, you know, when I've been on vacation. And they've won the Stanley suck. Cup, a couple of them, haven't they, in more recent times? Yes, they won the, the most recent Stanley Cup. Right. And the last couple of years, they've been really good. And guess what? They've sold out for, like, a number of consecutive years because they've been a good team. Right, yeah. That's how Florida reacts to sports teams. Fucking do something people will show up and it's funny because florida being like even a hockey fucking like uh, state they're not let's be real <laughs> you know what i mean but tampa bay have fucking made themselves like a big deal like as a club being from florida right being from tampa even their baseball teams fucking suck bro yeah oh i mean yeah i mean and they're they're yeah there's a lot of talk about them relocating. Yeah, because of this, because of the, yeah, I've heard of it. Do you think the ex- the expos will be back, Chris? You know what? I reckon that uh, that before <laughs> I reckon that before AEW starts being booked properly, the expos will be back and win the World Series. I reckon that before AEW starts being booked back, the expos will be back, win the World Series, <laughs> then the Super Bowl, then the Stanley oh. Cup. The same fucking team will do all that before AEW is booked properly. Anyway, that's it for the skirmish tonight. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We fucking love you guys. Uh, thanks for listening to us rant about just everything Tony Khan does bad <laughs> at the end of this, but uh, uh, it's relevant to the it's relevant to the program. Fuck off, TK. Find somebody who will tell you to fuck off when you're told to fuck off. And uh, oh, yeah everybody listening thanks a lot we love you and uh that's it for me bye-bye from canada and bye-bye from australia this has been the wednesday night skirmish on the rational rage network peace
listening to the Rational Rage Network.